talk and I mix my T-Rex with your T-Rex and make some pretty babies. I am so addicted to picking up poop, you don't even know. Whoa! Did you see the paint job on that trike? Wow. Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Welcome, survivors, new and old, to episode 9 of Rated Arc, the Arc Survival Evolved podcast. Today is Friday, May 20th, 2016. We're a server-hosted podcast, so that means voices can change each week, each week but the roundtable discussion always about Arc. We have many ways you can contact us to share feedback, tips, or adventures. You can reach the show by emailing ratedarc at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedarc. Or on, on Twitter, you can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us at ratedarc.podbean.com. First, we'd like to start off the show by introducing everyone here tonight. All right, we got a full TeamSpeak channel, and we will start with our Xbox correspondent, Mr. Chucks. Hello, I'm Chucks, Xbox correspondent. <laughs> Sorry. That ain't Chucks. I'm Chucks. Uh, Chucks, I'm your man. I'm the original Xbox player for the podcast. I think I got someone that joined me finally. Happy to see how that goes. Right on. And now we have below Mr. Chucks, Mr. Codename Balls. Um, hi, I'm Codename Balls. Hi, Codename Balls. Nice to meet you. Yeah, that's it. Thanks. And who do we have underneath code name? We have Mr. Foe. Hey, what's up, guys? And then Mr. Goon. How's it going, everyone? The voice you heard at the beginning of the show, Mr. Iron Badger. Hey there, how's it going? We have Mr. Lee Harvey. Hello, everybody. I didn't expect to be brought in by an opera singer. <laughs> well, here's my my um, sidecar opera singer, Luminan. Hey, guys, what's up? And Phantom. What's up, everybody? So we're going to move into loot drop. We have a lot of loot, and it is time to drop it. Who would like to give a big hello to our new CRR gaming group members? Hello, everybody. Welcome. We have Undercover Sheep 2, Lexi PvP, Iron Badger, Mr. Iron Badger, TJ Duis Pilare. I may have jacked your name up and I apologize. D Nitro G, <laughs> Chaotic Reaper, and Den of G Fanatic. We also have um, iTunes. We want to say thank you to Cool Ball 67 They said uh, we hit a five star guy. So fun. I had to sign up to play with them. Do you know who Cue Ball is? That is our very own Kieran. He is building okay. near the Green Obelisk. And I know he what said, you're talking about. I did a search on a whim, hoping to find someone talking about in my new favorite game. I figured it'd be so soon to find anything worth listening to. Then lo and behold, I find this wacky group of people. So, uh, yeah. So thank you for finding us <laughs> and joining us. Uh, we also have No Survival Without Rated Arc, five star, said I absolutely love this podcast. Since listening to you guys, my death to life ratio has dropped dramatically. <laughs> the ratio of hosts keeps things fresh and informative, and the different sections dedicated to different aspects of the game make for a well-rounded discussion that helps tremendously. The only negative is when each end episode ends. Keep it up, guys. And that is from D Nitro G. So thank you for uh, those magnificent loot drops. I'm glad his ratio went down because since I've started doing the podcast, I think mine's gone up. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> at least we get to, at least we get to witness most of it. 
Yeah, well, it's because of all the uh, crazy stuff we end up doing. Yeah, that we have indeed. something to talk about later. Right. We also had a Facebook message from Karsten, who wrote in so much awesome that I plucked out plucked out all the more awesome. And they said, I love this podcast. I appreciate your diversity in age and ethnicity and your love and gaming of this game shows and the care and work that you have put into the podcast. And I love your tips for newbies, the island, and alpha players alike. As someone who's logged a few hundred hours in game, I was surprised by a couple of tips of the segments, especially the use of the spyglass for whistling to dinos, which is a lifesaver. Keep up the great work from Karsten. So thank you very much for that. And Chucks has um, a listener email question that he's going to share with the group. Uh, this one is from Katie. It says, hi guys, love your podcast. I started listening shortly after you published episode one and have been looking forward to every episode since. I have a question for your discussion. I'm part of a small group who will be starting our own dedicated server for the center map on Xbox. Do you have any advice on how to manage a dedicated server, how to regulate rules, recommended stats, etc. You're going to try to create a community center on the server as well. I've previously only played official servers or non-dedicated servers all on Xbox. So dedicated servers are not as familiar to me. Thanks for any advice. Keep up the great discussions. Katie. So who has some advice to share with Katie? Has Does anybody have like what would be your first thing if you're running a server, have ran a server, have helped run a server? What's some advice that anybody's willing to Give Miss Katie. Oh, uh, like three we will start with Mr. Time. Lee. Okay. Well, I was just going to say I'm just started our new server, running the center map, and the only thing I can really say is just dive in and do it. Because if you start thinking about all the crazy stuff you're going to have to do, you're just going to get overwhelmed. And it's really a lot more. It's a lot simpler than it seems like it'll be. Uh, try to avoid restarting your server to a previous date. Uh, it kind of screws everything up, and you may lose all your dinosaurs. Alrighty. Does anybody else have any? Because I yeah. have some, but okay, go go for it. Uh, don't play favorites. Good, good. It will absolutely ruin the game experience for everybody. Be, Be careful for mod overload. Yeah, yeah, I got a tip. Yeah, Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when your server starts to grow, try to have uh, an admin at every time zone. For every time zone, I mean. That way you have all, all um, corners covered. That is a very good tip. And it's hard to have, um, it's obviously going to be hard uh, to make that happen only because everybody's um, job and stuff is different demands, but that definitely is a good a good tip because you want to at least try to have a way to connect someone to contact them if you have help or you need help or or at least have an easy way to get a hold of you if that isn't an, an option right off the bat so that's a great tip i was just thinking yeah having somebody else like i had you to help me as me and that made a big big difference too because you'd already been through it all and knew what was going on so if you're looking to start just try and find somebody else who has done it before and if they're willing to help you, I mean, it can be invaluable. And um, some things that I've, I kind of took with when you start a server is if you've been a guild leader or a raid leader or anything in another game, it's also very beneficial to kind to the same kind of a thing is first come up with your goal. What's your goal of your guild? What's your goal of your tribe? What's the goal of your server in this case? And what's your mission? 
what kind of environment are you trying to cultivate? I like to get all these bullet points down. So do you, what kind of server do you want? PVP, PVE, RP, and then what is your, what is your most favorite things to do in game? What kind of an environment? Cause normally when you create something, it's cause you're not finding it somewhere else. So you are creating an environment that you are not finding. So you are going to want to try your best to stay true to your original mission. And if your original mission is to create that environment, there are going to be cir like circumstances that arise that are going to put you in a corner and force you out of your comfort zone to make that a thing, to make that happen. Because there will always be stressors that that um, put your original mission into question. So I, I think the first main keys is to decide what it is you want to create and stick to it and don't veer away from it. And also with a lot of these other tips too, like from foe too, also um, make it not mod heavy. And then Chucks, don't play favorites because if you feel like you're doing it, everybody's going to see it. So I try to do everything with a community mindset, not like, oh, go run over here and give this person a magical sword because they, I really like them and they're funny and we play a lot together. If we do stuff, it's on a community. Who shows up for the event? Um, you know, it's it's as a, a broad spectrum. So I, and then also, like Phantom said, to try to get as many admins that you can and that those who are willing and trustworthy to go, hey, I'll, I'm on it this time if you would like me to do this. But you also have to really trust these people because they can delete your server with a push of a button. So it's, it's a, <laughs> you're, you're in essence going to be in charge of everybody's happiness to, to some point. But also I can say, don't be a people pleaser right up front because you're always going to have somebody knocking on your door wanting to free this and wanting to free that. And you got to say no right from the gate. If you say yes to one person and no to the other one, you're already down a dark road. So right. there's, a, there's a lot of things I could say and I could probably talk on for years. So if you want to get with me on the side, I'll help you. But <laughs> I think it would take a lot right now. And it's all a learning experience too. But I would definitely make your bullet points in and stick to them. Anybody have something else, or we're going to hand the wheel over to Mr. Luminen, and he'll keep us on track. Well, I just have one thing to add to it. Go for it. It's, um, not only do you have to make the rules, you need to come up with a system of what happens when someone breaks the rules. Oh, yes. Good point. Good point. Yeah, you definitely want to, because I, I have a whole, whole very long, lengthy thing. The way we run it here is we have a filter, because I like when people join our server to know these are our expectations. This is the type of environment we have. Do you agree to it? You say yes. Then when you don't do something that corresponds or correlates with our mission, then I we we have full right to cut you loose because you said you agreed, and then now you're doing a behavior that's not in agreement. So, and that's the hard part is actually sticking to your agreement, but it has to be done. So, and also communication, communication, communication. If you have to delete somebody's base because they're not logging in for an entire month and they're hogging up a really high priced piece of land, you know, you're going to have to post it and go through the steps, take screenshots, post signs, post it on the forums. If it happens and say, Hey, I did all this, you know, you just got to go through the process. So got to cover your butt, got to cover your butt. And at the end of the day, treat people the way you want to be treated. I guess that's, I mean, boil it down. It's, it all comes to that. So Mr. Luminen, you ready to get us rolling? I sure am. All righty. All right, let's drop into fresh from the forge. Who wants to read into this? Jeremy Steiglitz at Ark Jeremy 
Lots of new The Center Xbox servers should be arriving around 9 p.m. Eastern tonight. So that is tonight. That is 5 20 2016. They are adding more The Center Xbox servers in theory. So that's cool. I'm and I don't know sure why this already, is duplicated. I'm pretty sure they already added them. Good. That's good because it is 11 now, but in arc time, things don't always happen when they say it's going to happen. So Agreed. That's good. Well, Badger, that weren't you playing on one earlier? Was that you I was talking to? Uh, what happened? Were you, <laughs> <laughs> weren't you, you were... playing on a center map earlier? Yes, I was. Yeah, me, you, and Balric were talking in TeamSpeak while you were playing on Xbox and we were playing on the PC, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're adding more, though. They're, oh, okay. they're adding new ones because they didn't have enough. And yeah. if you had been reading on, like, I mean, it was everywhere. People were like, what? This this game is so awesome, and the center's coming out, and everybody's all geeked to play on it, and then you give us a little bit of servers. So they actually are listening, and they, they added more. So Yeah, actually, there was a surprise update on the Xbox version of ARC, and uh, 200 new servers for the center were added today. Holy yeah, moly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They mentioned that on Twitter, and there were actually people worried that that still wouldn't be enough. Holy crap. That's I mean, plenty. That's well, you think about it, you have uh, so many different types of people they have been on the island for so long on Xbox, they've never seen the center. So it's it's a hype, for one. So you're probably going to have a good 50% of the population just go to look at it, which is going to take up server space. And, you know, it's just like when a new expansion comes out in different games. Usually the first, like, month is cram-packed. doesn't matter what server you're playing on. And then it usually settles down. That's a good point. Yeah, we've all seen that happen. Yeah, I couldn't even join one when they first did the update. I couldn't get on any servers at all. Yeah, well, they only yeah. made, like, a handful of them with so many people. Yeah, and was there, like, 23? Why do I think 23 was a number? I think it was, it was 25. 24 Demorphinus. <laughs> 24 Demorphinus. <laughs> 24 Xboxers. All right, let's move into the uh, more Q&A. This is exciting. This was, um, this is their question and answer session with lead designer, lead programmer, and co-creative director, Jeremy Drake Steiglitz. So standing in as our survivors this week is Codename Balls. And reading the direct quotes from Jeremy is our Jeremy Overlord. Take it away, Codename Balls. All right, we have a question sent in by survivor one potato chip and he asks how much more in depth is arc survival's combat system going to be between both animals and people and are we eventually going to see animals no longer clipping into each other forming huddles of hair and hide and are there going to be any improvements within critical hits death animations and weak points weak points i.e increased damage zones uh, will be added for most creatures all creatures where it makes sense Critical hit percentages is something we're considering for dino attacks specifically, though it would feel too abstract for player attacks. Shield, melee weapon, stun will be added in the next major update, which improves melee fights. As for dino on dino collision, it will be getting some TLC. So, what do you guys think about that? Is that something you've been wondering about yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be good to have improvements to the melee combat system because it's really stiff yeah. and the animations are really, um, really, well, stiff is just the word I can think of for it. So it's going to, hopefully, it's going to look a lot better and be a lot more fluid to play. Especially, I'm a sword and board player usually when it comes to fantasy games and stuff. So it'd be really nice to actually 
you know, use my sword and shield in a more effective manner. Well, the first thing I, I, I see when I read into this is they're talking about critical hits. I'm not a fan of critical hits. It's another stat usually that you have to put into, like melee, or you never know when it's going to happen. It's just kind of random. I'm, I'm just not a fan of it. Now, I, I am uh, excited for the uh, new animations that they would add for fighting. Or uh, have you ever ran in third person with a map out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the GPS. Like a zombie. Right, as me. Yeah, well, anything really. Yes. I like stiff arm. <laughs> I know it's so derpy. Very. Yeah, I, um, I think City has alluded to this too in, in previous episodes where we were discussing like how we do like how um, the talent is streamlined across the players based off from w the weapon that you're using and not so much like all the others, like the stats and all this stuff where you, you get down to um, just being very meta about it and mid-maxing everything and I guess there's already kind of an element to that with how we arrange our stats but then we can rearrange them to fit our gameplay but yeah I'm curious how far they're going to do this with the combat system. I'm, I'm curious. But I agree it is kind of bland. <laughs> You just heck, heck, right. heck, heck. Like, there's not a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be kind of neat to, you know, spice it up. No, you bit. jump, too. You jump, hack. Jump. Yeah, jump, <laughs> hack. That's right. true. Hack. Yeah, yeah. Jump, hack. Yeah, that, too. <laughs> it's just all those trees you're punching on the beach. You just kind of get stuck yeah. in that motion. <laughs> you do, right? So, we have another survivor send in another question to our Jeremy Overlord. Another question has been sent in by Survivor TX Bank T, and he asks, asks, in the more recent patch notes under breeding mechanics phase two, interactive baby raising was mentioned. Uh, what does that include? Will you have to play with your baby or keep it with its parents or with a baby will not be as good as it could have been? Yes, specifically if the imprinter plays with the baby, it will help it grow faster. And the printer will get a permanent stat benefit when riding that creature, depending on how well it was raised. Ooh. Ooh. That's <laughs> gonna be awesome. So what if you sneak into someone's base and, like, hit the baby? Well, <laughs> You're gonna have to have better walls, lock your doors, and so have it kick that baby. So give them, like, build a little a bit less over the whole thing. Right. I don't a think you'll even have to dinos. do that. I think I would just generally neglect my baby. But that so, is cool. I mean, you could raise your baby and and like have your own like pet direwolf that's like literally your pet, you know. I, the thing I thought was cool was the imprint part that yeah. you know, that that I think is kind of neat because I don't know if Fo will agree because you're you're making your your tribe is the baby makers ink. So you're going to be imprinting yourself on all of these babies unless you go to are you going to be like making house visits and like how i wonder how this is going to work i might well, have to make a house <laughs> visit and do some imprinting yes i know you know it's going to be interesting it, it definitely is going to put a spice or it's going to switch it up a little bit well because... we've seen yesterday we'll talk about it later how how yes. like house visits go when it comes to baby making <laughs> yeah so so, does anybody else have any more thoughts on this? My question is, if, if you do imprint on it and you're selling the baby, later on, if they come to attack you with it, does it remember that? Oh, my. Ooh. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Well, I That's mean, if you guys question. remember, 
I'm gonna allude <coughs> to uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> John Hammond was there for all of the animals being hatched, except when they started doing it on their own. But would you know he never came into contact with any of those animals? But do you think that maybe they wouldn't attack him? I mean, that's my thinking on this. If they're if you are imprinted on this animal and you have that permanent stat, and then you give it to another tribe, does it remember you? you have you ever read the book? Parent. Jurassic Park. Don no. Hammond was killed by a pack of compies in the end. Well, compies are. Well, compies. there's your answer, Lemonade. Oh, wait, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> there's, your, there's your, there's your answer, Lemonade. But you know what? We need more answers because we have more questions. We have another survivor with another question locked and loaded. <laughs> okay, I just want to apologize in advance if I butcher this or not. But survivor Lady Divide Rasks asks, "Will it be possible to choose a follow distance for a tamed dino?" i.e. follow near far so when dinos follow each other to follow the player they don't clip into the player and cause them to be stuck inside the dino with quetzals following a player on another quetzal this will be very handy especially if the following quetzal is faster than the one the player is riding untangling quetzals while hovering almost at the sky limit takes quite the amount of skill yes i'll add a follow distant range toggle to the next major updates Thanks to you. Wow! Jeremy's such a nice guy. Well, the goon's voice almost made it sound like a sarcastic answer. Oh, yeah, true. That's just for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is how it, that's, that's all about perception, Lee. It's all about perception. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, it's that legend devil freaking voice that he's using, I'm telling you. <laughs> so I, I know will that take your soul. I know we've talked about this before, and I know I think it was Phantom that had the tip to have one Quetzal follow the other Quetzal follow the other Quetzal follow the other Quetzal, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So until Jeremy waves his magic wand and makes this happen, you can always do that. It does take you know a little more time, but it also makes your life a lot easier, and you're flying a lot more smooth. And how? Okay, we have another question by Survival, Survival, uh, Survivor, my bad, Huntzilla. He asks, with the bolas now released, is there a new possibility of a higher end bola or a huge bola you can shoot from a catapult <coughs> that can down a quetzal or maybe make solo taming a quetzal easier? Yes, very likely a chain bola only for use on higher level dinos to be fired from the ballista. I like that. Yum. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Not to mention the PvP well, see, this strategy really good you can use for that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. On the PvP servers, you know, back in the pirate days, they actually used, uh, they put one chain uh, with two cannonballs on either side of it in a cannon. When you shoot it, you'd aim for the sails. It would knock the mast down usually, and it would paralyze the ship. You can't move without the mast. So those pirate servers out there, this might be for you. Hmm... Yeah, my first thought was, I know that there are going to be a lot of people very excited if they do this. I just want to tame Quetzals with it, to tame the truth. That's all I want it for. Yep. What? Yeah, because I remember asking Phantom, so what's the process of the, the Quetzal taming? And what I boiled down to from, he was telling me all the you know ways you can tame it. I was like, so pretty much <laughs> trying to get the first one. Like Once you finally get the first one, then it's easy. But getting that first one is the hard part. So, usually takes two people. Right. So if you're a single player trying to get a Quetzal, it's going to take nine years. It took forever. <laughs> Thanks. 
<laughs> yeah. So they might add no, in think... something like that for. I mean, that would be cool. If if the current bolas work for pterodons, I would think this would work for Gwets. Imagine what it's going to do in PvP because uh, when birds attack your base, the guys are on the birds. You take that bola, hit their birds, and knock them out of the sky. Good stuff. Ooh. Now, I know Phantom, I think he's solo taming the Quetz on our server, using the grappling hook method. Did you? No, I used a uh, scorpion, which took forever, and I got lucky because it flew right to the side of the uh, volcano um, mountain. Awesome. That's the well, thing. That's, cool. that's what it was. We were talking about how it seems like it has to be the perfect time. The perfect timing. You gotta find one that's in an in a compromised position to make it yours as opposed to be like oh i want that one and then go get it so this might help now with them fixing well maybe with them fixing the clipping are they gonna they approach a, a solid object instead of running right into it are they gonna turn before they hit it now or that's the same thing with the the first way the main way of taming a secondary quest when you have a first one you build that cage on the back of it and just fly the other one into it and then drink it while it's in there well, if it's not clipping anymore, it's going to turn before it goes into the thing, so you're going to have to use the bullet method with an improved bullet. Mm. If they yeah. I mean, I just follow it, and I just shoot it, you know? I, like, stand on top of my Quetzal, and I shoot it, hop back on, follow it, jump up, shoot it, and, and like, rinse and repeat. I don't do the whole cage thing. Well, I mean, that's... What are you going to do now for the first Quetzal? How are you going to get it down? Even with a group of people, it's going to be... You know, one body, one one guy's carrying somebody else on a bird, and they're chasing after it and shooting it. And you know, you're back to using a group. There really isn't a way to, to solo tame them again until you get the bola. Even the huge bola, the they fly so high. You know, um, how are you gonna shoot it? Like it's gonna be like they they like usually fly so high. Like where are you gonna have this thing set up? Right. I mean, you could set up on a cliff. You know, where they usually pass over you, kind of over where the red obelisk is. It's not a bad spot by the swamp. And then aim up pretty much and shoot them when they fly over. If it knocks them out of the sky, then you're golden. As long as they don't That's land in a swamp, because other than that, you're gonna have to have a quetz with it. You know, flying underneath them, shoot them with it, and chase them down. I don't, I don't know. If they fix clipping, it's gonna definitely change the game. I'm bringing in Smash right now, so um, he had some mic issues, so now he's coming in. User in your channel is recording. All right. Brought you in, Mr. Apologies. Smash. Can you hear me? Welcome, yeah, we can hear you now. Yep, we got you. Sweet. Okay, Chucks, I think you were going to, before you lose your thought process on the Quetz thing, I do think your, your mic lit up that you had something to say. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, when uh before we got like the admin commands and all that, I I had to solo tame a Quetz with, uh, with a parachute method and like it, it felt like it took forever it was just non-stop parachuting shooting getting back on you know, whatever i was on jumping off parachuting shooting never ending process that terrifying yeah. oh it's a nightmare i would not want to do it that way is that all before the grappling hook Probably yeah you. yeah sorry i was sending the link to the thing again and i tried to use sorry I was giving Smash the link to the Google Docs again, so he knows where we're at. Oh, didn't realize you already started. My bad. 
Yeah, we started yeah at ten thirty ish, but more probably closer to eleven. So we're not we're right in the Q and A spot, so we have a lot heading up. So you're fine. Speaking of Q and A, you guys mind if we move on to the next question? Yep, got it highlighted in case we get lost. A new survivor, Cheese Lord, asks: Will there be chum for attracting aquatic carnivores that could go along well with a new shark? As soon as there are some more represented animals in the fossil record, possibly Hybotus, Helicoprian, or maybe Orthancanthus. Sorry, I know it's wishful thinking. I'm considering doing a general bait pass on the game soon enough, and perhaps it is indeed best to start with aquatic creatures since the distances involved are much greater, and there isn't, and there, well, I'm sorry, there aren't as many AI having issues i.e. bait is more useful. Hmm. Any thoughts? <laughs> Have you guys thought of any any um, type of a bait while you're... for? I've thought of fishing being added into the game. I thought that Humans. would be cool. But... Is it to fish cool. meat. I'm down. Yeah, they, they added fish meat, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, so just use that stuff. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't like work as good. It doesn't work as good. I don't know, that scene from Jaws coming to mind of the guys just thinking about that. <laughs> chucking the fish and the shark jumps up out of the water at him. I, I think I we need a bigger them. boat. <laughs> I can see them if you want to make it a concoction. So you take either raw meat or fish meat, then you do like a slurry using some kind of water or berries, and it's just a concoction you make in the mortar and pestle or something. Yeah. yeah I like that. Yeah, because of. That's kind of what I was thinking about with the chum, with, when they were like talking about chum, was something that you would sprinkle in the water to kind of bring them in, as opposed to like using it actually for a tame, so... Ooh, you know, if they do that, then they what they need to do is add a uh, diagram like we want with the uh, refertilizer, so you yes. know where you're throwing the chum. Ooh! Maybe they'll finally get to use that, uh, uh, that thing that draws blood off of different people. You have to draw your That's own blood out and mix yeah. it in with the chum. A syringe. Ooh, that would be a good combo. That's what I was going to say. I mean, that's a secondary use for it. Currently, its use is extremely limited. But can you imagine walking up to your trike and saying, Sorry, trikey, but uh, we need a shark. Right? <laughs> 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 hurt a little bit. <laughs> that would be cool. Take the blood from different animals. Kind of like how you would do kibble for taming, but you could make different... Yeah, nah. I like that. Yeah, suck the different blood from the different because we do <laughs> eggs right now, so we could we need tripe blood mixed in with blah 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 meat mixed in with blah 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 berry cooked in the blah 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 to catch the blah blah blah. So I think that's great. It's a little bopper blood in there. Yeah, that's that's the universal oh, blood. You can tame all of the things with the bobber blood. So <laughs> preferred by dodos. Yes. <laughs> So, what else is preferred by Dodos is the next question from a survivor. Dillos, actually. Uh, survivor Huntzilla asks, With the Arthropluera getting a turret, UI option to shoot and not move, can the Dillo also get this option? Otherwise, they are very use useless later on in the game. Yeah, that seems like a good way for the creature to have range attacks. I'll do it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but I agree, because, you know, they have the Dilos for, like, when you first start, they're like, wah, Dilo! And then as you get higher up in level, they just kind of <laughs> in your way. Or like, oh, a Dilo, one's on my ankle, shake it off. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I remember our uh, first adventure on the I official PvP four. server. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just become 74. bait. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, in the, you know, in the beginning they're terrified, and later on you're like, "Hey, but how cool would it be to line those puppies up and then have them just start going?" <laughs> that was yeah. Awesome. Something should have been introduced earlier. Well, you know. With them bringing out this disease thing, you can get the leech saliva to make an anti-venom. Why can't you do something with that with the dilos? I mean, they spit poison, right? <gasps> no. You need to start doing this Q&A thing when they do it and start asking these questions so Jeremy can be like, Why, yes, this would be amazing. I will add it next week. Every time they do these, I always seem to miss it by a day. I see them and then they're already answered and it's like, crap. Right. Well, it'd be nice to put those dialogues up next to your explants. That way, it blinds it blinds the person while the explant is sitting there melting their armor. Now the only problem they'd have to add a feature in there to have the dialogue set to just ranged attack because it just it spits at them and then it, they have to be super close. Honestly, their range is really short. Well, if they can do that with the uh, the turrets and the plants, I don't see why if they implement it with the dialogues, you couldn't do it then. Part of that second or third wave. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of third waves, we have another question from another survivor. Survivor Kid asks, don't know if this has been asked yet, but a way to sort servers by map as well as region would be awesome and cut down on lo list loading for time with people with crappy DSL. Good job with the updates. You guys rock. Yeah. We'll go ahead and add more better server filters based on posting server meta information as well, namely being able to view extended server configuration options before you join. Ah. Seriously, I mean, currently everybody just kind of puts it in the server title, which is super annoying. And I, with my horrible internet, you know, I'm right there with the DSL. Yeah, it's such a pain sometimes to find the servers. Like, you refresh that thing like 20 times, pops up, it's got like no ping, I'm at like 100 ping. Hop in, game's fine, why can't I find the thing in the list? I'm only looking for my favorites. I have two. <laughs> yeah, and it's a pain. <laughs> it's just a pain in general. There's not. They definitely need the more of the filter options. So I was super happy to see this because, it, and sometimes you'll like type in the word PVP if you're looking for a PVP. Well, that's fine, but then it brings up all, maybe more in a more advanced PVP, the center map, like maybe put in like three things for the type of server, or maybe you're looking for a certain mod. And they happen to have that. I don't know. There, yeah. There's definitely room for improvement, and I'm happy to see that they're actually contemplating this improvement. <laughs> More options, the better. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Just nice little check. You know, get boxes. I don't think they should mods because you get like 2,000 mods, and it's like a little. <laughs> but you know, just definitely be able to cut back. It would help a lot. Anyways, let's keep on going. Survivor oh, Impure Frost asks. Will we see some sort of treehouse building mechanics? Will the Redwoods biome be introduced? Any new structures? Yes, that update specifically introduced a, a new treehouse building mechanic and a new treehouse foundation set. Thank God. Well, otherwise you're gonna have to build it from the base and that's gonna suck. <laughs> I knew I knew Smash because we were just talking about this on our last episode. We were like, didn't they say something about treehouses? And then when I saw that this week, I'm like, yes, 
This is going to be awesome. Now I'm wondering if when you put it down, you'll be putting like a, if you're going to be putting the foundation on a tree, like can someone just cut that tree down and like take down your whole house? Oh, yeah. I hope not. No, I don't think so. Cause if you uh, try the, the Redwoods on the Valhalla server, they are uh, indestructible. Uh, so I'm pretty sure if you plant one on a house, it's not coming down. Oh, wow. Nice. Which again is, uh, you remember, uh, Esme, about that one dino you were worried about looming in the trees? Yes. Yeah, I think it's that, uh, it's a cat-like one. It's like Thylocolulus or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm sure they're going to be hanging out in those bushes, or the, uh, the leaves and everything. That's, I'm not going in the Redwoods, I'm not. Well, you've got to, though. You've got to help me build an Ewok village. Oh, man. Hey, oh, yeah. I'm there to help you, man. Well, as long as I can stand by somebody and then sacrifice them to the cat. <laughs> I don't have I'll to run faster than that cat. I just have to run faster than you. Right, yeah. get over there. There's going to be cats jumping out on you, leeches popping oh, out and sucking God. on you, clap attacks coming. All right, so what Here? we do is we build and Esme shoots down all the lions in the trees. Go. There you go. Um, I think, uh, Fo, you might not want to leave your baby-making building, so, <laughs> with all the crazy that's going on. At least you're building it in the rocks where there aren't tree, or the cat, the tree cats, so. We didn't get some of those, uh, tree snakes. No. Don't oh, give Jeremy no, over no more any ideas. <laughs> Esme, you're making me think about Tarzan and the leopard that comes down and tries to kill him. Oh, man, this is gonna be interesting. It's right across the river from my base, so... Yeah. More protection. Well, we'll just have to lock. Sorry, who is it that was doing the breeding foe, right? Yeah. Well, we'll just have to lock him in the nursery, and then we'll lock Bobber in the poop house, you know, and we're all good. Right? That works. The Alrighty. pig will be protected. <laughs> yeah, the pig. <laughs> Safety first, pig. Um, we had some more unraveling the mysteries of the Ark Ruins. So this is kind of cool too. Um, they said earlier in the year they began slowly unraveling some of the mysteries that surround the Ark. They started off with showing some of the Explorer notes and now they would like to introduce to us another part of the story, the ruins. They said various historical ruins will now, will now be found all across Ark. They will encourage us survivors to go on adventures and seek them out as they hold the key to unlocking the secrets of the Ark. So yeah, they said they're through the hundreds of, there will be Hundreds of handcrafted notes and logs found at these locations. You'll learn about the backstories of the survivors and whose footsteps you follow and what their fates may have been. Or perhaps uncover the hidden recipes to powerful dishes. Or even what that wild card devs drink to avoid sleeping. So it's kind of interesting that it's weird. I don't remember seeing the center map has ruins, right? Yep. Same with Valhalla, I believe. The original island does not have these. So it's, do you think it's almost like they're taking a page from the developed, the other developed maps and incorporating it into the lore in this way? Cause they liked how it was done or it kind of, I guess I'm kind of feeling that way. Possibly. Seems likely. I'm just curious if they're implementing it well, faster maybe. than they initially intended to. Now on the Xbox server, guys, like how fat, like how far are you guys into all this stuff? Because you just uh, got on the sun, or you've never laid eyes on laid eyes on Valhalla. I've seen like the videos of Valhalla, but that would be it. As far as like playing it, I've only like maybe explored a quarter of the center, honestly. Okay, and I Iron mean, Badger. I've actually covered most of the map. Uh, once 
I got on yesterday morning, like yesterday and today, I've just been wandering all over the map looking at everything. Okay, that's why I, I, did, I haven't got to see any of the ruins yet, so does this, these unlockings that they're going to be adding through Ark, does it sound like what's already existent in the center, or does it sound like a beefed up version of this? Uh, from what I've seen, it sounds exactly like what you see in the center. Oh, okay. See, I thought they used um, uh, Wildcard's actual ruins from the dev kit to add those into the different maps. I didn't think they actually had created them special. Yeah, so I don't know about that. I don't know if these ruins were in the dev kit, but on the center map, they look good. They look like they belong. They don't look like um, like some you know amateurish work. So yeah, yeah. They definitely put in well. Well, something that would be pretty easy for them to do with this is if they go into some of the caves and add a lower level that leads into these giant underground ruins or cities or whatever. That would be cool. I think well, it's I really think I cool. Found a... Go ahead, Lee. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I think I found a cave in some of the ruins. There's like behind a uh, row of pillars that are carved into a cliff face. There's a black pit, and I just haven't... Um, had the balls to jump down there yet because it doesn't I can't tell that there's a way out <laughs> I tried and I explored down there and I ran out of uh, oxygen before I really even got anywhere so you're really gonna have to be ready to do it if you're gonna try it is it full of water uh, as far as I could tell yes I thought there was an end to it but I drowned before I got there all I can see is just a black pit I don't even see any water at the mouth of it uh, I must be thinking of a different pit, because the one I found was filled with water. We'll find out. We'll just well, push him in. <laughs> 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 well, did, uh, now this is all the center, right? This is what you're talking about is the center? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I think, it, didn't they say it's like twice the size of the island? And Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Um, I think there's a whole bunch of underground stuff, too. So even if it's not, um, I think there's like underground lakes as well as underground biomes and everything. Yeah. So. Man, yeah, maybe, I found, maybe I found the entrance to the land of the Morlocks. You may have. Yeah, I haven't gotten to do in-depth exploration of it, but I have seen like the very edges of it. It's just so hard down there to stay alive, but it's going to be amazing once you can fully explore it. Oh, I hear another event for the uh, the server. Absolutely, we actually have the the, the center server started. Um, Mr. Mm -hmm. Lee will be talking about that, but um, we do have, I didn't, we have so much great stuff in the show, I didn't want to bother with covering the patch notes, because it's still not scheduled to arrive until May 30th, and that's 10 days from now, so we still have time to yak about this. But we do have some info from our Xbox correspondent, Chucks. Oh, uh, we got another update. Um... Your, we got added all the content up through the PC patch version 240, which included the Broodmother Arena, the Megapithecus Arena, the Dire Bear, the Mana, the Chemistry Table, the Primitive Cannon, uh, the Sabretooth Salmon, the uh, Bolas, and uh, I believe the Tribe Rank Management. Uh, we got the center map, obviously. Um, we also got a hundred player cap for the center servers. Um, they fixed some memory crash issues, improved our performance by 10%, and the spawn and first person animations are now playing properly once again. 
Awesome. And then we got another update today, actually. Um, it fixed a bunch of issues that there were with the center as far as uh, visual issues, the, the dinosaur difficulty curve, um, the dino spawns, and then the flyers not allowed to... Uh, Flyers not being able to enter the larger caves. Um, they fixed the audio clipping, which was kind of a big deal for me. Um, I got on and played, and I couldn't hear anything at all. Um, and they added the support of the 200 additional official servers. And there was an issue with fixing, or they fixed the issue with uh, the structures, I guess, not being able to place. The invite friends in-game menu option also was fixed. Wow, you guys had a lot of stuff that... It's like... It's like you guys... <laughs> it's crazy how much stuff that you've been playing with that has been probably such a headache that every time like one of these updates come through, it's like, ah. Yeah, it, it's crazy that they, they were able to push the, uh, like the bug fix through so fast. Right. Because normally, I think uh, Microsoft, it's like for them to like cert test anything. I think it's like between seven and fourteen days. Wow! Usually, yeah, minimum. Yeah, because I remember, you know, back when uh, what was it? Like uh, the Minecraft game was real big for the like the Xbox 360. It was taking them like three months in between updates. Yeah, that was killer. Yeah. So, Iron Badger, what are your thoughts on some of like the new updates and stuff too? Um, for me. One of the things that really jumped out at me was on the center just how pretty everything is. Uh, the mesh is like the whole center looks so much better. And actually, I wanted to get back on the island and see how it looks, but the update's not letting me. But it's just awesome. And I love the dire bear. That is an amazing animal. <laughs> My new favorite. So you share foe's love for the dire bear. I was yes. just about to say. Right here, right there with you. <laughs> Who can't love the dire bear? Bear love! <laughs> it's not muskrat love anymore, it's dire bear love. <laughs> I can't bear it. <laughs> oh. Grit and bear it. Grit and bear it. Oh, <laughs> so, um, Chucks, how much of the center have you got to explore yet? You said you. Um, not the whole, but. A no. Chunk. I think uh, since we got that update, I've only been able to really sit down and actually play for maybe like an hour, maybe two tops. I've only got to explore like maybe a quarter of it just because, you know, when I'm going through, it's the first time I'm seeing everything. I'm trying to like really pay attention to where everything's at. Um, but I mean, it, as far as what I've seen, it's it was done phenomenally. It looks excellent. No complaints other than, like I said, the audio issue. Um, you know, visually, it's it's very pretty. And Iron, um, I think all of us were talking last night because we've got we've had access to the center for quite a while. Um, and then we were talking to you last night about its release for the Xbox, and you were just blown away with how much better in comparison to the island that it was. Like it, the thunderstorms oh, yeah. alone are amazing. Yeah, what's oh, yeah. going on right now while I'm in game? Yeah, when I was on earlier today, I mean, every time thunderstorm I see in the distance, I like hop on an animal and just go sit under it. I mean, it's just amazing. The whole different game now. 
And one of the things that I had noticed, and then um, even apparently it's the same on the Xbox, was like, and I, Lee, when you and I first hopped on yours, when you first opened it up, like, we were being murdered by, like, 115-level Dylos oh. and Raptors, and, like, I think we're so used to the island being, like, little baby dinos are on the coast, and, <laughs> and the bigger dinos are, and we were getting massacred by, like, all variations. And There was a level so, 82 Dilo that just <laughs> slaughtered us. Yeah, and Phil was like, welcome to the center. <laughs> you know? It was something. Dino like, vengeance. Yeah, so that's like something then, right? Like, everybody can agree that it, the center already felt like a little bit more raw. Yeah, yeah. it's tougher. I'll yeah. definitely testify to that today. I actually encountered five different gigas today. Wow. And you were saying before on the island you hadn't run into them, right? Uh, I'd been playing since Christmas, and I think I had seen one. Right. I remember you saying that, and I was like, wow, no way. That's just a scary thought. Yeah. So, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the center. Oh, yeah. I, I read Tropical Island, and I thought, oh, yay. And then I... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't very... It wasn't, it wasn't what I expected. <laughs> I think I logged out dead, so, but... Yeah, so, oh, um, yeah, I guess ahead. that could be a good segue into what I was going to talk about for Fresh from the Forge. Go for it. Oh, about our new center map. Since we're talking about it, may as well just point it out and then continue talking about it. Right. <laughs> yeah, Bowrick and I went earlier today to go, was it, was it Bowrick or was it Phantom? Was it you who we went over to Esme's place to look and see how her hut was doing? And you're dead, Esme. Something ate you. Something oh, tore your dude. walls down and got inside your hut and ate you. Ah, <sighs> doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> they left Larry alive. It's like, Esme dies and I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they left your Listrosaurus alone. He's just oh, hanging course. out like, I don't know what happened. I don't care. Don't ask me. Man. Larry. Larry's not my... He's apparently don't have my back. No, he does not make a good guard dog. <laughs> he's bait. Yes. So, do you want to tell a little bit about the center and what that means for us as a gaming group? I mean, it means we've expanded. We've got more options. Um, right now, I'm just um, uh, basically getting a feel for the island where everything's at. Well, the different islands, I should say, because it's made up of multiple islands. When you spawn in, you get choices of, and they almost feel like independent islands with just rivers between them. Um, see what there's jungle north and south there's tropical north and south and then you've got like snow biome north and south and you've got the big volcano up at the top big volcano volcanic island i don't think you can spawn in the center you know the big floating island that's that it's named for um which is amazing looking by the way uh it's pretty diverse each of the different like the tropical island that you spawned on is very different from the jungle island that I'm building on. Um, but basically, I'm just trying to find... It's hard to do. The nice thing about it, about this map, is all of the the resources seem pretty evenly distributed. So it's not like on the island where you have just the mountaintops and the volcano where most of the metal spawns, you know? Right. But I'm trying to identify places that'll be good for community resources, you know, where we can keep people from building there. So no matter where you're at there'll be someplace close by that you can fly to or travel to somehow and get the the materials you're going to need and not have to worry about uh not having any available but 
it, they're so evenly distributed. Bowrick and I were talking about it earlier. It's almost a non-issue. There's one mountaintop I've found so far that I put signs up, you know, for community resources. But uh, it, it's going to be awesome. Once That's really people cool. start filtering into the server, I think that everybody's going to have plenty of options. No building directly on the ruins. You know, if you want to build uh, adjacent to them or above them or around them somewhere, but that's cool. But don't block them because part of this map, what makes it so awesome is the scenery. And when you first get in and you're running along and you see these cool ancient tumble-down ruins and stuff, it's like, wow. And I don't want that to be spoiled for the new players who come on. So I'm thinking, you know, all the rules from our previous server apply with the addition of no building on the ruins. And otherwise, have fun. Now, if I remember correctly, that there's a, a nice rocky area, I think. I don't know if it's the one of the tropical ones, but it's this really broken up area with a lot of high, weird um, formations. And there's there's metal and stuff and crystal all over the tops of those. And they're, they're easy to get to through... Um, tracing or if you have like a, a flyer that might be a good area to set up some sections as well i just don't remember exactly where it's at i oh, think like that's some, where i'm at like some resource like um community resource uh reserves because it's just there's so much scattered throughout this really cool geographical setup se section okay well like i said i need to find these places so i'll be looking for people to come on and help me and find these places once everything's settled then i'm gonna start the password out to people who have played on the island for a while and you know we're all have all played responsibly that's the best way i can yeah maybe you're you're feeling like more like um you already have a rapport so like you know that everybody rocked it out on the island and all that stuff because we do have some new players that wanted to join the center but they haven't played on the island so you would prefer them to play on the island before they play in the center well, I don't want to tell anybody how to play or what they can and can't do, but yeah, as far as this server goes, I think just to keep drama and stuff to a minimum, and you know, I, I, just, I don't want to sound like an elitist or anything, but it is our private server, you know, that we're playing on, so I don't, and I'd like, like was it Fo mentioned earlier, you don't want to play favorites, and I don't want to play favorites, but there's people that I know, and there's people that I don't know, and once I get to know you, I'd be more than happy to get you on, provided you weren't like a troublemaker or a drama queen or a thief or anything like that. You know, but oh, we don't okay. seem to yeah. get many of those people. No, no. Nope. Uh, it's not. I don't want to tell the new guys you're never getting on. I just, just you know, it might be a little bit, but you'll you'll get on if you if you tough it out and hang out. I'm not expecting you to wait for months before you can get on the center. Okay, doke. Um, speaking of, Bo actually was starting up. We were just talking about Lee's Center. Um, it's a PVE that he had started, and you, we are going to talk later, um, have a, a PVP one. So that'll be... Yes. It'll be interesting, um, all the variations that we have the island, and then Lee's uh, PVE, and then um, I think even Cole was, after school and all that calms down, going to be firing up a Valhalla, and Cole's in love with mods, so you can imagine it's going to be like mod heaven Valhalla, so... <laughs> it would take me probably 26 years to get into the server. Bahala needs it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that, that Stargate one. Oof, that helps with space. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's weird. Valhalla is so cool when you first get on it, but to me, Valhalla gets old real quick. Is it because of the why. size? Or? No, no. I mean, you know what? Um, after you see the center, it's like Valhalla is kind of like the hand-me-down. 
Do you think that's why they picked the center over the Valhalla to make it a... Probably. The center is just a more flushed out, finished map, I think. Oh, okay. But isn't Valhalla still at 80%? So he has, or whoever it is working on Valhalla still hasn't actually finished it? I guess. That's correct. I'm not sure about that. Right. He finished it, so to speak, but they're still adding a few features and... uh, I think he may have mentioned expanding it some some way or some shape. Once, I guess, the last 20% of the Valhalla is done, maybe it won't be as, uh, I guess, limited, or you won't lose interest as much as uh, you did previously, and it'll be along the lines of uh, the center at that point, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. What about it um, did you feel, foe when you played it? I haven't played on Valhalla, so I don't know. What do you? Can you put your finger on what made you kind of like, meh, I'd rather go back to the center? Yeah, I mean, it's, like, super big, obviously. And I just feel there's, like, a lot of space that's, like, unused. Oh, okay. A lot of empty space. All right, yeah, that makes sense. And, like, it's a kind of a, it's, like, a very, like, you fall through the map a lot. There's a lot of falling through the map on Valhalla, too. So that goes into, like, what Smash was saying. Maybe once, you know, everything has, it's finalized and that 20% is taken care of, then you'll hopefully not be falling through the map. Another good thing I guess you could bring up, with it being such a huge map, it is so large, it could be harder, I guess, if you're doing PvP or PvE, to actually get with other people or fight other people. So without a way to traverse the place quickly or having places set up to go to, I guess it could get a little bit boring at that point. Yeah, I think long term, though, it's going to be very good. That's going to be a map where you get on and it's just so big, everybody's so well spread out. That, you know, you can play for two years and finally get stuff established. You know, it's more of a long-term map. Yeah, I can see that. All right. Well, speaking of long-term, <laughs> let's, <laughs> yeah. let's uh, move along right into the main topic. Okay, Esme, what you got for us? You had some fun this week. Yeah, I went to survivethearc.com and I asked the question, do you have a hilarious story of a tribe member that you'd like to share? Maybe one so bizarre that they embedded, that they're embedded in your memory like the implant in your arm. So we actually did get some um, feedback from people on the Survive the Art forums. So Smash, you missed out on our Q&A section. Do you want to read some of the stories? Uh, sure. Sure. This should be interesting. <clears throat> <laughs> we could start with Impure Frost. Okay, here we go. Impure Frost. I'm always the one who tames the useless dinos and feels proud, but I can share a story of when my tribe took on the old broodmother with useless dinosaurs. Me and my friends play on a 10 times server that has a cool community. We reached endgame, so we were bored. We had 10 Procoptodon, 10 Arrhenius, 10 Onyx, and a couple of Dodos. We decided to use all these to fight the Broodmother, so we gathered all the artifacts using our worthless dinosaurs. We killed a couple of Megalodons with Anglers, killed Brontos with our Procoptodon army, killed Argentavis by using our Onyx, and killed Rexes with our Arrhenias. We then fought the boss. We all got on the platform and summoned the Broodmother. It then came to us that we have worthless dinosaurs, my tribe mate grabbed our Dodo army, and sicked them on the Broodmother. They all died. He then grabbed our Procoptodon army and started wrecking the Broodmother. We were doing fine until Titan Boas started knocking out our Arenas. Arianas. Then grabbed our Ariana army and sicked them on the Broodmother. We had no strategy. I blame my tribe member for the loss of our Dodo army. 
We ended our we ended up losing, and we vowed never again to bring the Dodo Army to the old Broodmother. We'll see how it works out with the new Broodmother. <laughs> did that make you cry? <laughs> hope um, there. Right? Did that, did that make you shed a tear, Goon, that they were tossing your beloved followers carelessly at the Broodmother? <laughs> <laughs> your Dodo children. It's very sad. I'm crying. Yeah, I, that would be fun, trying to come up with some weird army and see if we could take the Broodmother down. Like, each of us could tame the 24 Demorphodons, and we'd have a huge <laughs> Demorphodon army and see if we could take it down. How many Elystrosaurs would it take? Oh my god. Apparently, oh, yeah. they don't, apparently they don't like to, you know, defend your honor, so probably... No, they, they'd let you be chomped alive. <laughs> exactly. We should go in there with, um, bears. That's probably Yo. a good choice. Oh yeah. We can do it tomorrow. Bring your bad spare. Say goodbye to your bear. No. So we're having that event. arena event, right? What's that? We're doing that in the arena tomorrow night? Yes. The... Okay. Yep. Meet at the arena tomorrow night at 1030-ish. 10, 1030. To take down the broodmother. <laughs> That's the plan. And all her babies. <laughs> so, Lumidin, do you want to share one of the stories? Yeah, I've got a couple here. Uh, sorry yeah. if I messed the names up. Nymeria Sadia uh, mentioned, I still remember my tribe member's first day on the Ark. He kept swinging his axe at trees until he passed out because he didn't understand how the stamina bar worked. <laughs> Every ten minutes or so, he'd come in over party chat like, What the heck? Why does my guy keep falling asleep on the beach? <laughs> <laughs> this next little bit, this is something I actually did on the official servers. This next little bit, um, uh, Namiria said, he would also um, he would also often decide just to kill himself on respawn at the base when his character started starving instead of trying to find food out in the wild because it's just easier that way. Uh, I will never understand some people. Okay, let, let me explain my reasoning as to why I did that. Oh my god. We started our own little base. We set up a, a lockbox or a little storage locker or whatever up outside outside the base. I'd run around grabbing up these little rocks, and I'd run over and drop them off. I'd run back out, get more rocks, run back over, stick them back in the box. I would do that for like an hour, and then once I'd start to starve, I'd keep going. I didn't care. You know, if I came across a berry, I might munch on it, but I just kept grabbing these rocks, putting them in the box, grabbing these rocks. And then when I starved to death, I died. Well, guess what? My Our bed was right there. I'd just respawn in it and start all over. Having, having died three times from picking up rocks, I was done. You know, we had enough stone, and I didn't lose anything, so you know, it was just time. You know, whereas you got to stop what you're doing, run, try to find enough berries to feed yourself. It just, it just felt easier to just die. And guess what? I died, but my stomach's full now. From I don't, actually, you know, let's not get into that. It's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eating your own dead body. <laughs> Tasty. <laughs> That's human meat for you. That, so you were going for maximum efficiency. That's what you're trying to say. <laughs> right, One man you know, hive. Tastes like chicken. Hey. I would have <laughs> thought you were a bot and reported you. Like, who in the hell keeps running around collecting resources and dying and naked in a diaper, collecting rocks like for hours? I totally would have been like, we have a bot over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was an official server. You have to think. I'm getting one rock at a time. Literally one. Yeah, that one. sucked, man. Uh, a little you, bit. 
you still, for some reason, you're so stubborn. You're like, I really want to play an official server. I'm like, you can do it, but I, <laughs> I wish you luck. That's about it. I'm not no, I can't. Care I can't do those time. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I can't do those time. The tame timers. I can't do that. Heck I no, don't have time. Nope. But, Think of it as a meditative event. You sit there. Um. Oh God, he's gonna die. Nope. Um. Barry. Um. Barry. Monotonous. Yeah, I don't have the patience. Now I have the patience. I just don't have the time. It's like hour in, I'm like half asleep. Two hours in, I wake up the next day and it's dead. But anyway, speaking of taming, we've got another little story from uh, Cap Killer. <laughs> this one, I was cracking up with this one. <laughs> uh, Cap Killer wrote, We tamed a Giga inside another tribe's base on Monday afternoon. They are located just south of the volcano by 5050 in the canyon that runs parallel to the Black River, uh, back, bleh, Black Beach River. The Giga spawned north of their base, but fell in when it ran. We had to destroy all of their plants on the inside of the base the Giga fell into, and we tamed the SOB right there. It was super funny when they logged on and we were parked inside of their walls with five Quetzals and a down Giga. <laughs> My my response is is I would have logged in and wet myself. <laughs> You're just like, hey, dirt neighbors, we're just you know taming a giga. It's all good. Yeah, that and is pretty log gutsy. out. <laughs> exactly. That is pretty gutsy. I don't it's know like, that I would um, want to stick around. <laughs> when you start using your neighbors as a taming pin, <laughs> it's just a little intense. Definitely, but it sounds like it's very entertaining if you're the one doing the taming. So. Might be something for someone to try. Put on your arc bucket list. Definitely. Yeah, tame a giga in your enemy's base. Yeah, you should. You totally should do that. Have an arc bucket list and knock it out. I don't think Bobbert like that. <laughs> Bobbert, he his. I don't know. He probably would have hid. Uh huh. <laughs> smash. Uh, I guess this is a decent point where you can point out how I was not even there when I was calling you a coward. That's right! See, I was bust out limited earlier before the show because he was razzing Bobber on our last PvP thing. He was like, oh, you're, you were the scaredy cat. And then it dawned on me when I was listening to our last for science that clip, I was like, wait a minute, if you hear, it's Goon and I that were in the base. Dude was out at the abandoned enemy base trying to bite their gate down. Who's really put their life on the line? It's not of you. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I may have been in the poop house, but at least I was shooting at him on my belly in the doorway. Dude was on the spino going, you hear him? I was cracking up. He's like, they're going to have so much metal to repair when they come back. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't even count. So yeah, I was picking. I, I, uh, touche'd you. Touche indeed. <laughs> no. <laughs> So Mr. Don my thinking on, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, my thinking at the time was, it's kind of like, wow, when somebody starts attacking your town, so you run over to their town, and they get the um, local defense starts screaming, and then they go, oh, let's run over there and see what's going on, and they all leave, and it's just you. It didn't yep. work, because I couldn't even get through the stinking door. <laughs> I know. We're over there like, where, where are you at? And you're like, oh, they're going to have so much metal to replace. <laughs> it was just cracking me up. I was like, oh my god. But Mr. Spaghetti, Mr. Don Spaghetti has a story that Smash was going to read for us. I really like this, because one of these, I actually went through somewhat of a similar experience. But the first one, okay, so we've got... All right, so... Don Spaghetti goes, got two from around the time the Spina was first released. 
Once, my two friends were boxing on the edge of a cliff trying to knock each other out. So my friend Shaq ended up winning, and as, a, as he's about to drop my other friend's body off the edge of the cliff. So I didn't want that to happen, so when he got to the edge, I shot him in the head with a trank arrow. <laughs> the, guy <laughs> end, <laughs> the guy ended up passing out, but his body glitched, and so he just rocketed into the sky <laughs> and out into the middle of the valley. He was airborne long enough to, for him to wake up and fall to his death. Pretty oh quality God. gameplay. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love I it. I would have paid Dude, anything it's just to like, see that. Like the dodo. It's just like when you break the rocks and like pieces of rock go flying. That's yeah. what I picture of this. It just cracks me up. Just, just imagine the you know how it gets blurry when you're passed out. So you're flying through the air. You wake up and go, holy, boom. Right. <laughs> Right, exactly. Oh, if you God. just imagine what was going through, is he's got these this blurred, tiny little eye slots, and he doesn't know. He just sees like <laughs> what, what would he see? He's like ping ponging all over the place. I don't know. You should tell, uh, or maybe Goon knows what he sees because he's been in the cage. You've been you were carried off by bird a couple times, so might know. Yeah, but I, I was conscious. I don't know. <laughs> all right, talk about sparkles. Okay, yeah, this one, this one I liked. Okay, the other story by Don Spaghetti was. <clears throat> Uh, was dealing with their trike named Sparkles. So my friend Jake took Sparkles out to go get some wood. They crossed a river and cut down the wood, all good and fine. But the trike was encumbered, so Sparkles ended up drowning on the way back across the river. So that was sad, but while we were trying to figure out a way to explain to our tribe mates how we got the trike killed, we got hit with a quality server rollback. And like half an oh. hour to get before Jake went out <laughs> to get wood. That's awesome timing. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> so, I renamed the trike Scuba Sparkles, and they went out to get more wood. <laughs> this time, Jake made sure Sparkles wouldn't be encumbered, and when he tried to cross the river again, he got mauled by scorpions <laughs> in the river and just floated away as if he watched Scuba, Spar Scuba Sparkles get mauled by the three scorpions and two raptors in the middle of the river. Ah... It was that like something funny. from Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. See, the reason why I like the second one more is uh, because I had a, uh, a pterodactyl. I don't remember where in the game's life, but I went after a, uh, a drop, and it was before I realized about the gammon. It was nice and dark. I landed, got the thing, and then something killed my, my pterodactyl. And then immediately after that, we got hit with a... Uh, a rollback and got my dactyl back i was so happy wow yeah sometimes those rollbacks are pretty awesome and sometimes they just suck so true oh my god yeah. i i it just cracks me up that oh this poor they should have named it lucky <laughs> right like, oh well we got it back that's amazing let's go ahead and try that again we'll be a little more cautious with how much we're putting on it it's just you know i'm just cursed it's, when, yeah, when death comes for you, it doesn't matter what what if you roll exactly. time back or not, it's coming for you. That is so funny. It's like we're just going to avoid the river. Just avoid the river. We've seen it die. Avoid the river. <laughs> so who wants to uh, read Sienna's? Does someone else like Foe or Iron Badger or Lee or Phantom or Chucks? I just oh, felt I my death, and I'm trying to recover my corpse, uh, so I'm not reading right now. <laughs> I volunteer. <laughs> Alright, Iron, jump on in. Go for it. Diana, 
We named our dinos after Pokemon, League of Legends champions, characters out of the mythology or tied to a theme, weather for example. Whatever we came up with, so we have a Carno named Kirby and a Spino named Charmander, for example. Apart from that, we take this game quite seriously. I don't have that many awkward stories to tell. I can only think of time that I got shot by a trink dart because I moved in the way when uh, my, tri my tribe mate got shot. I was out for quite some time or when I accidentally pressed E when flying and fell to my death. Who hasn't done this at least ten right. times? <laughs> many times. I feel pretty stupid for not having a parachute. Oh, and I have a fascination for poop but that's because I take care of our crops and I need to make fertilizer. Someone's got to do it. Today I tried to convince my tribe members that gigas were very rare, except that there were seven in like a hundred square meters, <laughs> so no one will ever believe me. Damn! <laughs> Everybody got going, ah! Oh my god. I am over gigas Oh already. my gosh, that's like the... The most terrifying 100 square meters ever. <laughs> Everybody just move. Time to move. We gotta get our get crap and go. <laughs> now that's when you go, alright, surround this area with metal walls. We're just gonna nuke it. We're just gonna <laughs> just keep dropping it until it's just done. So do you guys Ooh. have... Oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just thinking, that's a good way to put, you know, with it being that large. That's where you send all the troublemakers. <laughs> we just box it off, we can't kill them, we'll let them live, Ooh. but we're gonna drop you in there and say, good luck. They'll probably just eat their way, so you have to do, like, layers and layers and layers of walls. So what is it, like, Escape Behemoth, from New York? Behemoth game, yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna wall that section of the island off. It's, yeah. it's, it can't be saved. <laughs> We're gonna banish you to, uh, Russia. Why, why you call it Russia? Well, you gotta rush around to try to not get eaten. <laughs> oh my. So... What do you guys have? Do you guys have any weird tribe member story, or any of you guys have one that you want to share? I that parachute yes. thing reminded me of one that happened today. Well, share it. Well, I got a couple of para parachutes and a drop on the center, and I was like, "Hey, let's try this out." So we each grabbed a parachute, and I hopped on the pteranodon, and I picked him up, and I flew up to the max level where I hit the ceiling, right? And I was like, "Okay, dude, are you ready to drop?" And he said, "Sure." So I jumped off the pteranodon and we both went down and we started filing, falling for a while and we kind of halo jumped it we waited until we were just about to hit to open the parachutes right <laughs> well i got lucky i was over water <laughs> he wasn't so lucky <laughs> that parachute didn't slow him down hardly at all before he impacted with the beach <laughs> oh my so that is a turns good out you have to open those parachutes really <laughs> early for them to be any good at all you are saving lives with this story. <laughs> yeah, that should have gone in for science, I guess, but hey, whatever. There you go. <laughs> you are saving a life. So, Luminin, you said you had a, a story? Well, I was just going to talk about the weird tribe mate, you know. Yeah, go for <coughs> it. Bobbert. <laughs> Man! <laughs> Man, I just don't have any love for Bobbert, do I? That's I sad. I know, I know. Goon's over there all quiet, not trying to stick up for his big brother or nothing. <laughs> no, he's falling asleep. Have, has anybody had any crazy stories or anything come across a weird tribe mate or a weird person or a funny story? Well, I have a few occurrences. The The one that really stands out to me is a while ago, um, I was partnering with some friends in real life and we were running through and one of them was really busy in real life so he didn't get to play very often. 
and I was the one that was going through the, the taming and everything, get everybody an animal and whatnot. And every time he'd show up, almost like clockwork, he would kill at least one or two of them. In stupid, stupid fashion. <laughs> it's like, hey, I got you a raptor. Cool. Raptor's dead. What did you do? You <laughs> just got it. <laughs> well, I saw this uh, big T-Rex. I thought I'd take it on. It's a level five. You can't kill it yet. <laughs> and he just kept doing this over and over again. And I was like, nope, you're not getting any more animals. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious, and I've had that happen before. I I'll pick on Kieran since he's not here to defend himself that night. <laughs> we first, we um, Kieran was building his new base over on the island map by that Blood River, and he was like, "Oh man, I would really, I would give somebody a hundred narcotics for a bird." I was like, "Oh, well, I got an extra bird," and it was like it was a argent, it wasn't a pterodon, but it's better if, if nothing, you know. <laughs> so he was. He was so tired, he was killing his dinosaurs left and right. He was hopping on one, and he'd be killed, and then he'd be stuck in the woods, and they'd get kill another one, and another one would run off on him. So I felt bad, and I brought him a bird. I want to say within like five minutes, that bird was killed. I was like, <laughs> what? what the shit? What are you doing to your dinosaurs? And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you're on your own. I'm not giving you another bird. Because <laughs> you're like, you're just going to kill it. <laughs> but, so you true. know. Yeah, don't fly and don't don't play Ark and be tired or drunk because I've also had a lot of friends <laughs> wake up in the swamp and, and all of their dinosaurs are gone and they're just livid, but they have nobody to blame but themselves. <laughs> it's crazy, but oh man, I think my I, I was on a tribe on another server and it was our friend Bear, and um he was the the thief like. He tried to act like he wasn't stealing your dinosaurs, but he totally was. But he always tried to sugarcoat it like, oh, I'm just borrowing it. But he would always conveniently borrow your dinosaurs when you weren't at your base. And then we would go, where did my dinosaur go? He would go, I don't know. I, I, you know, <laughs> he played dumb, but you know. So I would have to start locking up my saddles because I'm like, ah, ha, ha. Then, then I'm like, well, he could just put a saddle on it. Well, what you know, because we're in the same tribe. So I walled off my whole base and I pinned my all of my gates. And I'm sitting there and I'm making something. And all of a sudden, I see this little bouncy name going around the perimeter of my base. And he was trying to see if he could break into my base and jack another one of my dinosaurs. Because he didn't want to kill his dinosaurs. He wanted to kill his tribe mate's dinosaurs because his were too precious. And I finally caught him in the act. And I was like... I see you outside of my base. <laughs> like, I I'm watching little, you, buddy. I know. I see you, Jackal. It was like this little <laughs> name. And he was riding. And it's this big burly character on a teeny raptor. And he was bebopping around the edge. And he was trying to butt up to the cliff. He was trying to find any way he could to infiltrate my base to get in there. And then all of a sudden he puts a tribe. Oh, I didn't know you were on. I'm like, yeah, da, da, da. So I finally <laughs> caught that little jackhole in the act, and he was probably one of our most um, goofy tribe mates, man. He would always try to, he was the one that would steal your boat and leave it out in the middle of the ocean. And I had one of my buddies, and I was so excited. He started playing Ark with me, and he was so excited that he made a raft, and he put it in, he put it in his inventory on his body. And then he thought, oh, well, it's time for me to go to work. I got to log out. I'm just going to go down and throw it on the water. So if you know, something happens to me in my sleep, I'm not going to lose my raft. I, I was so excited. So he went down, he plopped it in the water. He logs in when he gets home, the raft is gone. He's like, 
Where did my raft go? A freaking bear! He saw <laughs> a raft! <laughs> he lost his megalodon, took it out into the ocean, and left Big Hair's raft out in the ocean. And I was like, who does that? <laughs> like, he, He's one of the guys that had like three boats, and they all were magnificent houseboats, but he would take the new guy's raft and go out there and leave it there. <laughs> it was just like, oh my god, this guy is nuts. So, yeah, I've had my fair share. <laughs> fair share. <laughs> How about foe? I mean, I'm sure you have something. Or you're that guy. If you don't have a story, you're that guy. (laughs) (laughs) A weird story? Or a weird tribe mate, or a funny funny story about someone in your tribe. Okay, I'll give you a funny story. Um, One day, we were on a server, and the Alpha tribe came over, and they introduced themselves by killing one of our, like, Anklios. (laughs) So, we were on the server for about, like, I, I guess about 10 days and we had a we had one level 42 quetzal we had like five rgs and a so just like a handful of um things but we did have long neck rifles and we we um flew up over the volcano and we wound up sniping their battle quetzes and we took out about i think 19 battle quetzes with four long neck rifles and about 4000 bullets wow oh my god all cause they killed one anklio <laughs> And we were a little upset about it. Just a little bit. Yeah. So what did they do? Well, the next day they were very mad. They were like irate, and they <laughs> right? they you know chomped up our stuff with their like the uh, Kiga. You know they had like a level two hundred and fifteen Kiga, and they walked over and they you know chomped on like everything we had. But the big thing was you know he was like we're gonna get you back. We're gonna get you back. I'm like dude, you could never get us back. Because we don't have anything compared to what we killed from you last night. <laughs> it's impossible. We have like five RGs. You know, it's like right. you could come and kill everything, but we, you know, it's like, well, that don't matter because we have eggs and we're just going to hatch new ones. I'm like, dude, I know how long it takes to hatch those eggs. Good luck because each one takes like, I think, three weeks. So good luck hatching all, all those eggs and gathering all that meat. Man, it's like the ultimate troll. <laughs> That, the yeah, alphas that are funny true. because the alphas always try and make it like it's not a big deal what like you took from them, but it bothers them or if they wouldn't have came down and like killed us like the very next day, you know, like the first thing they like did. Well, they're is... alphas, you know, they feel like you shouldn't be messing with them. But at the same time, when you're the new guy on the island, you got nothing to lose. You're very dangerous. Well, here's the thing. We were just doing our thing and they just came down to kill our Anklio for no reason. They, right. they came down. And they just blatantly killed it, and that was like, they're like, hello, you know? Because they're the Alpha Tribe. Exactly. They're, they're putting a precedent. It's like, hey, by the way, we own this We own this map. Well, yep. you own it, and now you're going to spend three weeks refilling right. quetzals. So, were you saying last night that you used to have a bounty out on your head? Yeah, that was them. <laughs> they put a bounty out for 20,000 semantic pace for me and my friend Foxtrotter. User wow, oh my gosh. Price. Well done. Because <laughs> right. they couldn't find us. Right, and tell them how they couldn't find you. Well, we took the battle quets, and we slept on, the t- on, on top of it, and we flew all the way up to the ceiling, and they just couldn't find us. Nice. Isn't that brilliant? <laughs> That's a hard target to see. That cracked me up. I was like, I no. still pop on there from time to time and I say hi and it drives them nuts. <laughs> 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 you, you should have like this whole scenario that you've been there this entire time and you have a friend in their tribe and 
they let you sleep in their base when they're not on. You know, like, just screw with them. <laughs> I just pop on and I just say things and it drives them absolutely nuts. Oh my god, that uh, is so funny. You should, uh, at some point when you pop in, just to see, go, how's that bounty working out for you guys? <laughs> exactly. Clearly, it's it so didn't funny. bother you what I just did. The things they were saying, they were just like, we're never going to let your try build on this server, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you're not letting us build now. I mean, we've been on the server for 10 days and you're already killing our stuff. Right. You know, so what's the big deal? <laughs> this is crazy, man. I need that wood. I guess I'm punching some trees. We have a punching trees tip from a listener. Hey, this is Chocolate Milk in game name, coming to you from Xbox Arc servers. Had some ideas to throw your way, being the alphas of your server. <laughs> uh, some fun event type things I've seen are Dodo Fight Club, which I think sounds amazing. Uh, everyone interested finds, tames, and trains their own Dodo, and they bring it together for 1v1 battles. Also, there's turtle races. Same rules as before, but you take the slow turtles and see who can sprint the fastest speed on a predetermined distance. Uh, also, with your server not being PvP orientated, having uh, or having gigas, you can spawn and tame a Giga or a high-level Rex and set to neutral. Load up with the high-level gear, guns, armor, colored items, etc. and let it roam late at night, letting the players hunt it down and attempt to kill it uh, at their own risk. Winner gets all the items off of it. Just a couple event ideas for your server if you wanted some inspiration. I'm an experienced Ark player, but do enjoy the helpful quality of life tidbits the podcast reveals. Keep it up, chocolate milk. I thought that was cool too. I was like, oh, we totally could do this Dodo Fight Club. Nice suggestion, chocolate milk. Agreed. Mm -hmm. How would we get two Dodos to fight each other in our um, if they're like from two tribe mates? Like if we well, each tamed just... a Dodo and put it in the pen together, would they? Wouldn't they not fight? Like even if we put them on aggressive? I think Correct. I could just turn the PVP on. You know, for that. Event. Well, I mean, if you're in the same tribe, the dinos won't attack. So somebody would have to leave the tribe. Same thing with the uh, the giga. Friendly fire. I can. That'll be on, right? That should work. How do you get them to aggro on each other? That's the thing. Like Lemon oh, saying, if they're in the I'm same tribe, sure. they won't aggro on each other. I'm not sure. Hmm. So at that, somebody would have to leave the tribe. Uh, same thing with a giga. One of us would have to leave the tribe to spawn it in and tame it. And you know, load it up with nice stuff. That, hey, which Phantom, is not a big deal. Phantom would just go and find it within a second and kill it anyways. <laughs> yeah, I heard within 30 minutes he had tamed Good three Lord. gigas. Good yeah. Lord, that dude. And I somehow I always die and get killed and my bird dies too. But Phantom gets another giga. He <laughs> <laughs> was impressive. Way. <laughs> somehow this happens. <laughs> yes, he's at the point he's got so many gigas now, I guess. Oh he's just God. giving them away. Right? <laughs> Well, you know what that means, Esme. We're gonna have to throw a level 500 giga in there. Dude, <laughs> just... I did the 300 one, and he freaking got it. And man, my luck, oh my the 500 gosh. one will be too crazy, and it'll eat everybody's houses. And he'll be like, <laughs> "I'm sorry, I ran out of darts. I don't know what to tell you." <laughs> we'll have to set up like a hunting preserve, wall it off, you know, and stick it in there. Oh my god, man! Oh, but, um... Back to Escape from New York. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anybody have a tip for a new player that came to mind? I know we were talking about Angler Gel doing fantastic things last night, and I didn't know about it, so that was new to me, so. I missed that. Yeah, see, Smash wants to know. So, was it Goon? You were talking about it, and was it Iron Badger? Were you guys talking about, like, what cool things the Angler Gel, gel does if you burn it? And you Oh, I think Foe was, too. Yeah. You were talking about putting it in a torch or something? Yeah, it's it burns amazing blue. how long it lasts. Yeah, it makes a really cool blue light. It's super cool. Really? I didn't know that. That is cool. Yeah. Nice. I'll have to try that. 
and it burns for like a real long amount of time too more than spark powder well the standing torch had to go 100 will go for five days and like one hour wow i had no idea so that's that's awesome definitely worth a shot yeah it doesn't produce a flame on the end of the torch either instead it looks like a little angler gel glowing on the top Wow. Ooh, okay, so I doubt it works, but does that mean you could take it underwater? Mm. Or do, does the torch turn off because the torch will turn off in water no matter what the well, fuel source? Well, it's not source. like the torches you carry, it's the standing torches. Oh, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, uh, I just thought that would be cool to pass on because I had no idea that you could even do that, so. Thank awesome. you. We have an alpha tip. Somebody want to read Gorific's alpha tip that they sent in? It's a PvP tip. Gorific. Wrote into the show with a PvP tip. First of all, I think it's awesome that you guys are doing what you're doing and hope you keep on keeping on for some time. It's cool for the hardcore alcoholics out there to have something to listen to at work or something to subdue their arc withdrawals throughout the day until they can get back to their PC or console and log in. I'm not sure if you guys have already commented on this or not, but if not, I think you should definitely touch base on pin coding auto turrets in PvP. That way, if your generators get disabled or run out of gas, not just anyone can run up and snatch all your ammo out. Or maybe an allied try and planning on a sabotage or something of the sort. I enjoy the show. <laughs> thank you. I enjoy the show and have learned a few tips from you guys, and I thank you for that and hope you keep it up. From Xbox, Xbox Gamertag, go Rifik. To follow up on go Rifik, I do. Th you know, I just do it myself. Is anything that can pin code, I pin code. So it's just a good rule of thumb, just to keep just keep it going as a habit. Yeah, I agree. I do the same thing. So you basically, if if it has a, if it's able to be pin coded, that's for a good reason. So just throw it on there, huh? Yeah, mine as well. Because well, just if it's not PvP. Well, just think if you for some reason forget and you go back and forth between PVE and PvP, and you for some reason forget your own PvP and you start building stuff and don't pin code it and you come back and go oh crap where'd all my stuff go it just it's a good habit agreed yeah, because it, yeah because your worlds do blend together you know and it's just easy to do it all one way and that's the same with like making sure you shut your doors all the time on your PvE you're like yeah I'm just going in to grab something but on PvP you need to shut the door shut the gate shut the door <laughs> because at any moment like somebody could just run on in you know you don't want to leave them open so i think that these little um habits are good to get into pinning and shutting doors and gates and from no matter what server if you're hopping in between the two so that's a good point smash i have to agree on our pvp server I, every time i'd you know open a gate and hop in on the frog i'd jump off and run back to the gate because i could just hear esme's voice in my head going shut the gate shut the gate <laughs> shut <laughs> in my head there was an enemy right there coming up behind me i was like quick <laughs> i'd sprint over to it and shut it you know <laughs> swings closed all like super calm like ugh. what i think would be interesting is once they introduce and you could do it with other stuff but i think it would work really good here is with that living landmine the provovia perlovia once they introduce that i'll be interested to see how many gates are left open as like a uh, a fake out <gasps> so it's like hey this this uh, tribe left their gate open let's go see what's happening and then they get ambushed by yes. however many perlovia they have in the that little yard definitely okay, that just, is a good point mm -hmm. i just have to say this on our next pvp server as me i'm gonna name my character troll <laughs> and we're totally <laughs> building a troll base do the room full of spikes with a slightly messed up ceiling and then the Perlovia gate. <laughs> <laughs> Do it! That, uh, yes. <laughs> you still dream about that. <laughs> Alright, speaking of uh, a troll troll base, let's move on to Pimp My Hut. 
Esmond, you've got a block of text there. What you got? Woo Pimp my hut. I just wanted to let everybody know. It's not really a pimping in your hut. It's how to keep your pimp hut. Because you did all that work. You need to keep it around. And I don't think everybody knows that there are demo timers on a lot of your stuff on servers. And if you go on vacation or if you... If you're like in a tribe, pretty much your timer gets reactivated when a tribe member gets on. But if you're just, well, lone wolf in it and you have your own one person or two person tribe and you guys don't log in, you can have your stuff demoed. And, you know, this is a thing. And there's reasons why servers have the demo timers on them. So I, my whole pit my hut was, please keep an eye on your bases. Keep an eye on your base demo timers. Everyone gets burnt out on the game. Real life takes over. But if you ever plan on coming back to playing ARC again sometime soon, please make sure that you reset those timers by logging in to make sure that they have not been opened up for demo. Because if your, bases, if your base timer does expire, anyone on that server can walk up and demo it. These timers were added in patch 180 and it states structures and PVE now have per structure PVE allowed demolish time. By default, that's four days for thatch, it's a small utility structures, eight days for wood, 12 days for stone, and 16 days for metal. And I put the link there so you can find it if you need to revisit that topic. Because I know a lot of new players get in, they, they love ARC, they start putting all this work in, and let's say they get burnt out, they, a new game drops and they want to hop over and they forget how long they haven't been in game and they come back and everything's gone. That happens. And if you're on a PvP server, it's probably not as prevalent because your stuff's getting blown up anyways. But on a PvE and you, oh man, could you imagine if you don't log in, like someone would like Lee's or even Orphan Smash's like castle. They spent like weeks building and then they go away and come back and somebody like pulls out the bottoms of that. Just, oh, I, oh, I imagine it with incredible bowel shaking fear yeah it's crazy but you know but it helps to be in a tribe an active tribe because that that timer does get reset so you can go away for an extended period of time so but just wanted to give that that's my psa for everybody to keep your pimp huts around and now you know and now you know <laughs> knowing is half the battle <laughs> no oh, they lied they lied i'll say it every time they lied <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have uh, another pimp hut tip before we hop on? You know, I think I would because I'm trying to build up new here on the center map, and I can't think of anything that I, you know, that anybody wouldn't already know. Alrighty, well, there are some things that people might not know about taming. Look, mommy, it's a stagosaurus. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. Okay, honey, let's go get it for you. Oh. Yeah, I was talking to Bowrick earlier today, and uh, he had mentioned that he had put pillars inside of his taming pen because it hampers the movement of the dinosaurs you put in there, so it's easier to shoot them to shrink them. And I was thinking, you know what? <sighs> that is definitely true. Oh earlier, my god! Yeah, well, I had found earlier with my taming pen when I bred those dire bears that I put uh, some stone fence foundations in there, and I had plugged up some wood fences to keep the dire bears from moving too far apart so they would breed. So after that, I was using those stone, those stone, same wood railings. I'd put them up and then drop a dinosaur in there to tame it, and it, they would get hung up on the wood railings. So that's another way to do it, too. That is really awesome because it more or less just mimics what they're doing to themselves out in the wild in between trees. I don't know why. Exactly. Man, Bowerick is brilliant. Yep. 
Oh, that's a good tip. So, Mr. Foe, you have a tip. Do I have a tip? You do. It's about our friendly, lovable, scaly friend, the Sarko. Oh, yes. Sorry, the uh, show notes, I don't, I don't, I don't have them up. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Well, the Sarko makes probably one of the best starting um, water dinos in the game. Um, because they're like on land, you, you could catch a low-level one, they're fast inside the water, and they never run out of stamina while they swim. So you could check out the ocean and look for different things, try and get that megalodon. It's a nice like introductory animal into the water. And they're really, man, when I got my hands on one for the first time, I loved going into the water with it because they just whip around. They're so zippy. I, it was a blast. I feel like I would, could dive into the water and then shoot up on land, dive into the water and shoot up on land. It was awesome. And their turning radius in the water is really good. It's like one of the best. Love it. Makes them good for fighting under there then, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Way better than the shark. I prefer the uh, beaver. They seem to hit harder, too. We, yeah, we should... I think maybe next time we do an underwater thing, you just bring your own favorite underwater one and see how well they perform. That would be cool. I'm too scared of it. Yeah, I, I haven't found a favorite yet. <laughs> now, my only thing is, is with the beaver, I cannot remember. Since it has oxygen, if you get knocked off or jump off, doesn't it go straight to the surface, unlike the other aquatic I've animals? i heard that. I think it yes, does. Because I know my bear did, so I figured the beaver did. But so, I never get off of it, so <laughs> I never <laughs> have that problem. <laughs> there you go. See, that's the one downside to the frog, is you can't attack while in, your, while in the water. I hated that, too, when I saw that happen. I don't understand why the frog can't attack underwater. So, It'd be too powerful. I hear no, what was <laughs> yours, what's your favorite, your favorite mount underwater so far? Um... For a long time, my favorite mount underwater has been the Sarko. Until this update. The Manta is amazing. <laughs> I am in love. <laughs> so fast. That and the ability to jump out of the water and fly short distances is just awesome. It looks cool. Do you have to hold the... Oh man, I almost asked you if you have to hold the space bar, but you don't have a space bar. <laughs> I don't have a space bar. The jump no, button? For, yeah, My, for, my world uh, just for, broke. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's just push the jump button. It just, it's a set period of time. It just jumps up, flies for like 15 meters, and then drops back underwater. So you don't have to hold it. You just press it, and it just does automatically? Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure, because the terror birds, you have to hold the space bar for them to do their little flappy wing move. Or your, maybe your jump bar. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. My head's breaking. <laughs> this, is, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> The downfall to the Manta, though, is if you jump out of the water and accidentally land on a structure or land, you'll die quick. Or it oh. will die quick. Oh, yeah. no. You, you do, quickly. but those things can move on land pretty quick, so you have a chance to get back in the water. Yeah. So yeah. if you do land, immediately try to get back in the water. It moves pretty quickly as if it's not on land. It just keeps moving whatever direction you're aiming at. Yeah, I, uh, I messed up and ended up going the opposite direction of the water. <laughs> oh dear <laughs> it happened so fast well now you've learned i wouldn't have yeah no i haven't even rode one yet so i'd like to make the note that on the center you would almost need to have like a sarco or a manta or an aerial mount just to get around because the map is so big i agree mm -hmm. i'm taming a Terra right now for that exact reason because i can't get anywhere to get anything without it yeah 
that's the one thing I think that's really cool about these maps is it's almost plays into endgame because just when you feel like you're getting bored on one island or you feel like you've conquered a lot or you feel like you know you're you're just kind of mad and you want to switch it up like that's really cool about the center and it's offering these different um these different I can't even think about it hurdles for us to jump through where we will probably be more prone to test out different animals than we would on another map because you probably wouldn't your first thing is oh let's go get a circle they're more normally the most annoying things that latch onto you or shoot out of the water from like 10 yards away you know but you wouldn't think to utilize them probably as much as you probably would now when you're trying a different map so it's kind of cool that different dinos can come into play um based off from even the maps let alone the terrain of your map your current map so that's kind of neat in my yeah, opinion. I see what you're saying. It's like it's forcing you to adapt. Yeah, get out of your comfort your zone. Yeah, yep. Thinking. Keeping things fresh. Yeah, yep, definitely. It's evolution. Yes. Evolved. In enraged. Moving on to enraged. Okay, just gotta do this one thing and I'll be done. What do you mean I can't do it? It's not letting me do it. I just want to do this one thing. Man, this still stresses me out. I've died like a hundred freaking times today since I've been on this center map. And it's everything. Just falling off of cliffs backwards because you're laying down a freaking stone foundation. You're not paying attention where you're going. Bugs coming out of nowhere and killing you. Random crazy experiments not working out and you ending up dying. It's just a lot harder. A lot Ooh. harder. Uh, just kind of follow up with that. How big is your character? I mean, how tall? Me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about average height. I don't think I changed the height any. Okay, because uh, the the first time I went on the center, I went the lowest site, and those that grass is really tall, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't see anything coming at me that's on the ground. Oh yeah, yeah. Just stuff seems to pop up out of nowhere. It's never low level. That'd be too easy. Well, foe, you haven't enraged. It is. The server admin on the server that you were playing on. Yeah, um, he just decided, just out of nowhere, just to cancel the server and just wipe it. Without telling anybody, letting anybody know, he just decided to wipe it out and start on the center. And there was, you know, people built up, like, really big bases, and they, but they built up for, like, a week or two straight, and he just decided to wipe it. And that's, you know, that really stinks. It does. That, ugh. That irritates the crap out of me. When people can't communicate, don't have the common decency to give anybody a heads up, and the general disrespect for others and the value of their time that they put into creations to at least not communicate something like that's about to happen. You know, to me, that's just childish. Yeah. It's very inconsiderate. I mean, it at a minimum, you could do exactly the... Exactly uh, the word I'd use. That, that login message, if that's the only way you can communicate, at least then it could start a conversation. Yeah, that, that seems very, like, come play with me, come play with me. Meh. I'm going to do this. I'm going to change that. You know, it's just, oh, it's probably like somebody that, that person probably played Sims where they're just clicking and telling things where to go and what to do. You know, I hate, I hate that where they don't see, when you don't see your fellow islanders as real people and having an investment as much as you do it's just yeah inconsiderate is definitely the way to go about it 
zero, zero empathy for others is ridiculous. It almost sounds like on The Sims, if you think about it, to extend it, is it's the same person that intentionally kills their Sims in all the wrong ways. Right? Yeah, so yeah, I'd, I'd be enraged too, foe. But Smash, Seriously. you had some enrage too. What, what was ticking you off? It's not as bad as foes, but it was more uh, one of those things. Once the uh, the center had turned into a DLC instead of a mod, everything was kind of wonky. And on um, some of the uh, the servers I was playing on that had the center, I would log in and uh, like several other people I saw it where it's like you don't have the mat the the mesh, and they hadn't announced that you needed to uninstall then reinstall using the DLC. Well, that yes. all worked out. That all worked out fine eventually. But what was weird is. Is once the server the 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 one I had this issue on once they got that settled, uh, we we all started logging in and it looked right, but then there was some kind of other issue, so they had to do a rollback. Well, when they did the rollback, all but one of my dinosaurs were just gone. It's I just, it's one of those where it's like what what did you do with the DLC or the the center in this rollback that would delete my dinos? It was just really weird and aggravating. <laughs> It's like, I just saw them. They were on the meshless stuff and moving around like normal. You roll back, and they're gone. <laughs> yeah, I ran into a similar issue when I was setting up this server. You remember, Esme, you were online trying to talk to me while I was doing it. That it, it, it wouldn't let me play because I had tried to install it when I had the mod on the computer already installed. So I had to delete that and install the DLC one. But when I deleted the one that was the mod version... There were a couple of files, necessary files for the game that went with it when it uninstalled. So I had to validate all of my files again. Right, because I got I to actually play. get in and before he did. Yeah, she was playing on my server before I was. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had to validate his files. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I I think they should have maybe um, had it. I think might that might be like a learning curve that. I don't know, that kind of people ran into because I had to actually go, wait a minute, this is downloaded content. And then I had to Google where they download, you know, because I kept clicking on through the Steam store, the DLC, and it would not go anywhere. And yeah, I, I had the same problem. Right, mm -hmm. so I had to download, I actually had to Google the center DLC download for ARC, and then it brought me to the actual ARC store page, and then I had to go from there. It wouldn't, yeah. That's so. frustrating. It was super frustrating. So I definitely think that that could have been better. It would have been, yeah. Because if, if it was not, if I didn't think to do that, I would have been like, what the crap, you know? So I don't think that that was communicated as good as it could have been. Most definitely not. So I can understand that enraged. But Chuck's left, so he had to go to work. Um, he has to get up and go to work early. So we will be reading what enraged him. The center maps audio clipping got him killed while looking something up on his phone. The controller was on the couch. No vibration. I don't know what any of that means. Do you know Iron Badger? Can you um, <laughs> can you translate from uh, yes. Xbox player? Tell us what this means. What happened to Chucks? What happened to Chucks is... Actually, this, I had the same problem myself. I didn't notice it too much yesterday, but today or this morning it was really bad. Audio clipping. Uh, some areas of the map, it seemed like, I don't know if it was area specific or what triggered it, audio would just die. None at all. So if you're not looking around, paying attention to what's around you, whatever's going to walk right up on you. And as for uh, controller being on the couch, no vibration, one of the things I love with 
playing games like this with the Xbox controller when you're attacked or say you're around a Bronto and the ground's shaking while the controller vibrates. So you know, hey, something's happening if you're not paying attention. So that's what he means there. But the audio clipping was killer. Wow. Yeah. Definitely something then more than just Chuck's. More people are probably enraged (laughs) Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. It, uh, that reminds me of I think Cole mentioned it in one of the previous podcasts where the uh, PC users can come across this whenever you like tab out to check on something because the audio doesn't follow you. Right. So it's like you're only when the game's on screen do you have the audio. So I can see how this is affecting PC u- PC users as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, That's we don't exactly have the it. vibration option unless we turn the volume way up. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's got a, a bit of science. A, it's a bit of a godsend in a game like this, especially if you're not paying attention. <laughs> to force science, oh, you've got something there talking about uh, the PvP server on the center and uh, yeah. So we've been talking place. about it the uh, whole show, but um, the the uh, main goal is to make a friendly PvP server, which sounds wacky, but it can be done. You know, if if like everybody follows the rules. That I set in place, and you know the uh, the multipliers are so high that it's not a big deal if you lose stuff. So I just wanted to be a place where you could just just PVP and just have a good time and not get super mad. You know, since the multipliers are so high, you could just rebuild very fast. You know, you don't waste a lot of time rebuilding and things like that. And you were gonna set those at what you last thirty you times. Was thirty, yeah, thirty times. Yeah, thirty <laughs> times for everything. Yep. So you nice. can get in and battle it out. And he had some, because we were talking about this last night, he had some really good um, rules. And I think that's cool because, like you said, going in with these expectations, you know, if you have other expectations, then that's your problem. Because if you establish the rules, you can, you know, if you choose to go outside of them, then tough luck. You know, you broke them. But Exactly. They And they weren't ridiculous. It was pretty much, you know, courtesy rules, more or less. Yeah, like if you raid someone, you don't have to break apart their whole entire base. Knock a hole inside the wall, open up the boxes, raid them. You don't have to wipe out all their passive teams. You know, if they if they're all passive, there's no reason to kill them. You know, if if you want the saddles, knock them out, take the saddles. All that's cool, but there's no reason to kill all their passive dinos. You know. I have a question for you on that. To go sure. along with that uh, courtesy, in those situations, is it best to set up the role? Anything inside that would be locked or pinned, go ahead and just leave unlocked. That way no one has to break your stuff. They figured a way into your base, but if you leave it unlocked, just like the dinos are passive, you don't have to break their stuff and they don't have to recreate all that stuff. Oh yeah, if yeah, if if they're if they're not locked, just like, you know, you, you know, you don't have to bust open the box, you know, why waste the time anyway to like do it? My question is though, how is it gonna be governed? Because I know people and people are stupid and people will go <laughs> I know you give how. Warnings, <laughs> and then if they're a toxic player, you don't right. want them on this friendly So you'll PvP start to see a server. pattern in their behavior. But... Exactly. If okay. they if their name's constantly coming up by killing just all these dinos for no reason, then you right. ban them. Because you know? I would be like, oh my god, I could imagine like you have like person A over there going, I hit my box and it was not pinned and they broke it and I'm mad. And, and then you have person B going, I didn't even, you know what I mean? Like it'd just be a pissing contest and that would be what I would be afraid for. So, gotta 
you know, think like the dirt to dirt that's gonna but bring like I said, to your doorstep. The multipliers are so high, are so right. high. Thirty times you can make a hundred boxes. Go out and gather wood for like two right, minutes. So just make literally, that. punch a tree, and then you can make fifty boxes. Right. So just make that. You know. Yeah. So if you're gonna cry, go hit a tree. Don't waste oh. my time. Go hit a tree and make more. And boxes. then there, there, you can offline raid. But here's the thing: if you get caught on the person's tribe logs offline raiding, they get to take one of your um, dinosaurs. You have to hand you have you have to hand one over a dinosaur. So there is offline raiding, but I'm gonna make it in a way where if you do get caught offline raiding, you have to pay them back, like a retribution payment or something, you know. So, like, if the other the person who was raided actually looked at their tribe log to report it, that exactly, they would, yeah. They get so like if you're trying to be receipts. sneaky and you accidentally kill a compy, you know, oh well, yeah, you know, you were caught, or just wait until the person's online and raid them while they're online, and there's you know no and, penalty for that. And you can just go in and plow somebody over, but there's repercussions. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. But you said also like. um you can you can just demolish other person's base if it was a war if you both agreed to the oh war. yeah oh yeah then if like say someone's like raiding you every day you could declare war on that person so um you could declare war and if they accept then it's just no rules you guys have a war you could wipe out everything whatever you're doing it's war now if you if if um you declare war on somebody and they decline it the server could have a, a a vote to see if the person has a good enough reason to declare war and if the server thinks that it is a good enough reason and then war is going to happen between those two tribes interesting and then i'm going to have a uh, mercy rule so if someone's coming in and they are wiping you out you could call mercy publicly on on a global chat so you're shamed on chat and um if you call Mercy, you have to open up all your boxes, and they have a half hour to go through like every box and take what they want and leave. If you call Mercy, what's this about <laughs> Good segue, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Sweat. Oh my. Whoa. Uh, old spice. <laughs> yeah. So, Fo, how did this happen, man? Fo turned me into a bear pimp last night, and. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, it's your own fault. You're like, oh, look, I found a super high level bear. And you <laughs> and know it's me. It's white. It's bright white. So, what really? I blame it on Phantom because I burst him a giga. <laughs> I gave birth to a giga on a mountain and it ate me. It ate my face <laughs> off. It killed me. It killed my bird. But hey, Phantom got another giga to, to, to uh, take down. But, um,. Which is another whole thing, because if you're an admin, that's how, that's our answer to having Gigas off. Because we have some players that want Giga, Giga action, but not everybody wants their bases. We don't want, like, four and, you know, Gigas roaming around. But if I just randomly drop one, you know, a couple times a week, it allows people to go and hunt them, kill them, all that stuff. And we have control over the situation, as opposed to them just doing their thing so so far that seems to be working better um so that's how this all happened so i was flying back um naked down the coastline to go get gear from the north side of the island and i live uh my angry beaver base is on the south side of the island and i saw this bright white bear that we actually had it was abandoned and we had put it on aggressive like 
the beginning of the week. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, wow, man, there's this crazy beer down on the beach just going nuts. Like it was zigzagging and attacking everything. So I flew down. I'm like, oh, it's the bear. It's still alive. <laughs> we put it on aggressive like on Monday, Thursday. It's still going at it. So, oh, I think it was the weekend. So yeah, a foe hears me. What? A bear? He's like, oh, we need to mate our bears. And I thought he was kidding, but no, he's not. <laughs> No, he wasn't kidding at all. So I'm at my base and he brings over his bear. And you want to you wanna take it away there, Pimp Daddy Foe? Yeah, so we put these two, you know, we um, take these two bears, put it inside her, 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 her pen, which she refuses to close the door. So we have the bears in there on wander <laughs> and she doesn't close the door. So they keep on wandering out. I was aware of the process. <laughs> so I had to keep on bringing the bear in. She had to bring her bear in. And again, the door would just stay open. It would go back out again. And then I try to use the thing where, where you, um, you um, tap you. And it kind of makes them mate without moving around. And for some reason, that caused me to die. <laughs> just hilarious. It says I killed myself. All I heard, I was trapped against a wall by two mating bears. And all I hear... <laughs> I was like, what the happen? How did you just die in the middle of my house with these two mating bears? So he dies. He has to fly. He, he reses in his house. He has to fly all the way back. And he lives on the north northern side of the island. And then I come back over. And again, my bear's outside. Her bear's way outside the base. <laughs> like, outside her fence. About to go swimming. And then we finally get all the bears back in. Finally closes the door. And again, for no reason... I die again. <laughs> it's you again. What now, are you doing? Know, Nothing. Right? I'm just standing there, like literally just hilarious. standing inside the base. And, this and time, I just die randomly again. Yes, it was all. Is it was this awesome. the Mad Hatter base? No, oh, this is the Angry Beaver base. Oh. Hmm. It might be the ghost of the Angry Beaver from Angry Beaver's past. So then I fly my last flyer. I'm running out of flyers to take back. I have no more left <laughs> after this one. That was like bird number two. <laughs> so it's like all or nothing. So I fly back over, and thank God they were done mating by that point. And what do I hear? Tap, tap, tap. She throws a knuckle grenade <laughs> as soon as I get in there. <laughs> Dude's like a freaking wizard, man. He so my reflexes kick in. I barrel roll out the side door that she left open, because she don't close doors. <laughs> I don't so mean. she gets knocked out, I don't get knocked out. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, gosh. I went outside, and I got knocked out outside of the house. And I think the funniest part of this whole thing was Karen, terrified at the thought that it showed the mating action of the bears in game. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. He was very disturbed. Oh my god, it was hilarious. He man. was very disturbed. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the funny. The tone, the concern in his voice was so hilarious. He was like, and ironically... Our bears were lined up in front of each other. Like, they walked up my my ramp, and they were in this crazy, weird mating position. If I was like, just hit you. We're sitting there hitting you. I'm like, this feels so wrong. And then all of a sudden, like, <laughs> then all of a sudden, like, here it goes, wait a minute. It doesn't show the act. It doesn't show them doing this in game, does it? Like, he's totally, like, <laughs> terrified at the thought of this. Like, there's some, like, bear going on in my angry beaver base. And... <laughs> Um, Good lord. Yeah, he was crazy. He 
was different. Cause, like, you know, I have a seven-year-old that I showed this game to. He really was good. We're like, no, dude. It's not like that. It's not like Sims. A red heart hot, um, hot tub doesn't pop out and the bears jump in. Like, that doesn't happen. It's just, it's just, oh, okay. So then Foe finally gets this bear impregnated and then he has to take the two flyers plus the, what, two quetzals? Or did you, how many birds did you have? Two quetzals that? and the RG. And yes. the bear that I'm holding, <laughs> which I am super paranoid that on the way, this baby's just going to poop out <laughs> as the way it's flying over there. <laughs> baby bomb! <laughs> so I'm flying really fast to get there in time. And of course, the RG is just like, I'm not going to keep up. I'm kind of in the mood to just casually stroll. <laughs> so I land on my base. Of course, the RG is not with me. So now I got to fly around looking for this RG for like the next hour. Oh my god, it was hilarious. So he, I made him work for my my stud bear. My, st- my stud bear made him made him work for his new baby bear. Now I got an awesome all white level one hundred and sixty five at birth. So that thing's gonna be a beast at like two hundred and fifteen, two hundred and thirty. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Well, and I'm the grand I'm the grandma. I get grandma. I get grandparents' rights over this. Bear. Well, you still haven't yet. You have to visit and give it like five bucks. No, <laughs> without me seeing, you have to give right. it to him without me seeing. I have to slip it candy. I have to imprint myself via candy onto this bear. So yeah, that was our definite. That was definitely an entertaining science experiment. So it sounds like speaking it. Speaking of speaking of science, you have some bad news there. Why? Where? Oh no, our base is still there. Our base oh, is, is still it? there. But the PV, yeah, okay, so our PVP experiment that we had last week, the whole server just took a dive. It went from having like 40 to 50 people on it to like two. So when we relocated after, you know, getting slaughtered last, we didn't really get slaughtered. Our base got slaughtered. We prevailed. But our new. Our new location is still there. I logged in last night. We're still rocking it out. Nobody's touched nothing. Nothing's died. We have a nice, safe place. So, but the actual PvP server is just went wonky and people said peace out. And it was some politics with the Alpha Tribe and being infiltrated and souring the waters of the server. And now everybody got mad and left. And so, but perfect timing for Foe to open up his PvP server. So, yes. I added a new segment called Good Times! Lambrose! <laughs> we so, have had quite a few. Yeah, I thought, you know what? We don't have anything when they're talking about our good times. So, what have you guys done that was a lot of fun this week? Only stuff that pretty much you done. Yeah, right? It's That's the key. It seems to be a lot of the fun that we do always happens when we're all together or when you're doing it with someone else. Exactly. Maybe. Making baby bears. <laughs> I knew you were leading there somehow. <laughs> I also, um, I, okay, I guess I'll jump in. I had a lot of fun. We had our, we had our foot travel adventure last Saturday where we started over at Goon's Base on the West Coast. And we started with our handy Mastercraft sword. For those who showed up, you had one sword. If you died and you didn't get it back, tough luck. But that was your sword. Whatever gear you brought with you, no pets or anything. We went and we trekked. And I would say our gear was broken about what core? Like middle of the map? Like maybe 70% like 20, 30 through. minutes in. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we are, our, our stuff was broke. 
we had um, <laughs> Goon died. I think the more more than all of us, he died, and you died we had five times more than everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you guys you guys might have been in uh, hand in hand. I right before we came out on the edge right across from Cardo Island, we thought, hey, why not take it to Cardo Island? So then um, I dropped a, a level four Parasaur that our mighty Phantom hopped out and tried to ride across the ocean to Cardo <laughs> Island. <laughs> and I had a, and I, I think mine was like a hundred and something uh, parasaur. You had your frog. something. Yeah, yes, I came across a beautiful white frog on the way there. That was an adventure in itself. Yeah, that was. And then I think the more funny part was that Goon and Rocket traded off riding a packy across the ocean. <laughs> Racing, and I, I like they were like ninety percent of the way there, and I hop in on the frog, and I'm like. <laughs> right past him. Rocket's all like, what you doing? Wait! <laughs> it was so funny. And they didn't take turns hopping off the packy and getting back out of the packy. And then Phantom's Parasaur was running out of stamina. Because it was only level 4 and then it didn't have any oxygen. It was crazy. So then he was swimming. So we finally made it to Cardo Island and then we decided to go into caves. And Lee, Lee was dead set. He he would have joined us. I know he would have, but he oh, was I building to so bad. He I was, was building stuck on his, a project. Yeah, man, and it was a badass boat he ended up building. But he came and picked us up. He got to see us all when we were like naked. All of our gear is gone. We had died multiple times. <laughs> and then Full oh Metal gosh, Agent that... logs in. He's from the future. I think he's where's he from? Near Australia. So he was from the future. So he brought us some goodies. Lee came out and gave us a ride back. And then Phantom said, screw you, I don't want your ride back. I'm going to take me in this level 4 parasaur <laughs> and I'm going to swim back to the island. Actually, you just gave me a great idea for a uh, server event in Iron Man sort of competition. You got to swim, you got to run a distance, ride an animal distance, but it's got to be in dangerous territory. Oh, it's fun. So that was my fun times. And also, if nobody has gone to Foe's house on our server, go to Foe's house. He has some, he, he, the dude is full of voodoo. He hits a Yuki and he dies. But then he also has floating bushes. He has land that sounds like water when you walk on it. And when your bird lands on it, your bird flies away because it thinks it's water. Um, he has cardinals that randomly spawn in his houses. I mean, it's definitely the mystery spot of the island. So the Bermuda was, Triangle. It totally is. It's pretty <laughs> wacky over there. And he has a sign that will crack you up because he was like, it's this floating bush. It's like the top of a tree. And then he has a sign that's like floating bush. Look at it. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> Well, I'll definitely have to take a trip out there. <laughs> you gotta go over there. It's hilarious. It's crazy. Luminin, what was your what was your? Well, my good times for this week. The few little moments where I was able to get in game, I went a little overboard with the voodoo. So, uh, I've been flying around in a skeletal T Rex mount that's wearing a witch hat, and I'm also wearing a witch hat. And I decided to infect other tribe members' carnos. So I went flying around, and I would land in somebody's base and turn one of their. Carno's into a skeletal Carno. <laughs> but that's um, what happened. <laughs> Were you wondering? <laughs> yes. That's awesome, though. I hope they come out with more of those skeleton costumes as well as other kinds of cool costumes. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been <laughs> messing with people. Uh, like today, I hopped on. Hopped on this T-Rex, and I saw that uh, Codename and Rocket were hanging out at their base, so I teleported to uh, Codename. I was standing on top of him, and I, as soon as I popped in, I roared. He about wet himself. <laughs> But that's what I've been doing. I'm having a, having a great time doing that. <laughs> time for last call. 
Awesome. Did you have something that you forgot to mention during the show? Say it now or wait a week. <laughs> we will have a, a Cross Realm Rebellion arc meet and greet and base tours. I have scheduled it for June 4th at 10.30 p.m. Everything I do is 10.30 because that's when everybody is asleep in my house. So uh, meet and greet for all the ARC server members. We will meet at the arena off of the coast. It's a little past Carno Island and you can't miss it. Foe has made a really cool looking red windmill that's like right across from the arena. And we will be taking tours of each other's bases for those who want to welcome us in to see what they have been working on. So meet and team speak and meet at the arena on June 4th at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If Harry spawns in again, I'm gonna leave him in there so he could like meet Do everybody. It. <laughs> yes, I wanna meet Mr. Harry. I f I'll fly up on Houdini. <laughs> Need to make a cage. Yeah, just leave him in there as the attraction. I don't know how that'd be funny if multiples just kept coming in, but it probably wouldn't. This has got me like, I need to do my snow base like now, but at the same time, I'm like, no, I can't yet because the nope. biomes aren't in. Nope. I'm gonna have like three days to throw up this base. <laughs> so, Luminin, you had a last call? I do. This is a big one. Very exciting for all of us. Episode 10, we're doing a giveaway. In honor of 10 episodes, we'll be doing a game key giveaway. Currently, I have three. Uh, game keys for the PC, and I'm working on trying to figure out how to get one for the Xbox. Um, Iron, do you by chance know how I can purchase one of those without having an Xbox One? I'll have to look into it. I couldn't tell you right now. Yeah, I don't have the Xbox One, so I was trying to figure out how to buy it with a PC. So, uh, it's been interesting. Xbox.com maybe something? Yeah, I think you should be able to there, but... Uh... Alright. Well, I'll definitely look into it. I mean, it's a perfect time to be buying them, because... 33% off for the PC and 25 for the Xbox, so that's great. Uh, you enter this giveaway by telling us your favorite way to move around the island via dino, bird, boat, or, as our last adventure, by hoofing it. You can tell us through any of the ways to contact us regularly, which would be Twitter, email, Facebook, Anook, or Podbean. So uh, just write in, tell us that little tidbit, you know, make it short and sweet or long and savory. Or and record make sure you it. Give us Yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. That'd be send cool. in a voice recording, a wave file, anything you can send to the email at ratedark at gmail .com, I can work with it and shrink it and throw it in. So, go for I'm it. Make that count as two entries. There you go. Two entries in this. Now you're cooking. Uh, winners will be picked. We'll pick the winners during the eleventh episode. We'll do it sort of live, and uh, by twelfth episode, hopefully everybody will have it out. Now, when you. Uh, Enter, please make sure you give us your in-game either Steam name or your Xbox ID. So that way we can get it to you as soon as possible. Awesome. Alright, well, it's last call. Anybody got anything or else we are wrapping up the show. Ding, ding, ding. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> no cities here. Somebody's got to... <laughs> I wondered what you said last time. I'm like, was he talking to somebody in his house? Take care. I was talking to hair. you guys. I'm like, I'm, I'm just gonna leave it in there. I don't know what he's saying, but I'm just gonna leave it there. Take care and brush your hair. Is that what you say? Yeah. Ciao for oh. now. Ciao. For now. Mr. Right. Reimer. <laughs> Foe's gotta go. Yeah, Foe's gotta go. <laughs> Foe's gotta go. Yep. So City will be back next week. He's on vacation in Cancun. Nice. Fancy, fancy. Yes. Cool. Yes. So, and if anybody wants to figure out how to get, if you want to play on Foe's PvP, because were you going to have it open, you were doing a public server? Yes. Or, and okay. 
hopefully I'll be able to give you that stuff to put in the show notes. Yep, we can do that. And then also we can put it on our Anook site. So the members can go there as well. So we'll have it for our gaming group members and then for listeners. So Peace and hand grease. <laughs> <laughs> Rude mother fight at Carnot Island. <laughs> Hello, people. Oh, sorry about that, Lexi. I thought you could stand on top of that rock. <laughs> well, you could could have dropped me, not drop me. <laughs> Go check out my YouTube channel <laughs> at Lexi PvP. Who's this naked? Oh my God! Is that okay? That's you. Ooh, guys, you know what I forgot? Bears collect fiber. Yeah. I forgot about that. I've been needing a lot of fiber. I could have ju- uh, just asked Esmeria to use the, her bear. I was say you could just eat a bowl of raisin bran. <laughs> it's not how it works. Don't laugh at that, Le- Lexi. That, don't laugh at that. <laughs> that was funny. Come on. <laughs> no, don't even honor him with a laugh. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I have a bow with like 18 arrows. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I hate that these T Rexes getting stuck in my butt. Phantom, those bears, are they male and female? Uh, are Do they? they have I don't a, know. Yeah, they are. We made those bad boys. That's female and that's a male. Yup. Oh, they have yeah. a drop it like right here. Welcome. Oh, here shit. She- <laughs> Hello. God, the music is crazy! Holy crap! Look at all that web. Dun dun dun! <laughs> yeah, buddy, <laughs> eat that. This music is nuts in my ear. <gasps> oh crap! I fell down. Dang! You can't. Oh wow. yeah! Jump, jump, jump! Everybody, jump, jump! Five, four, three, <laughs> two, number two. Ah, who lit off that? <laughs> I'm tossing grenades. <laughs> I think you nice. grenades. I think you grenaded everybody. <laughs> and now I'm trapped. Seems like my rockets are just passing through it. Guys, I'm trapped in a hole. Oh, someone's Argent got. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah! Uh, I'm running. Oh no. <laughs> Should I send the, the Rexes in? Oh no, no, um, full metal. Those bears are gonna die. Go back to where you were. I'm sta- I'm inside of a rock and I need help. Uh, am I close now? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, right here, right under you. Nope, nope. Oh uh, yeah, I see ya, I see ya. Yeah, nope. Oh wow. Thank so you. just you. wanna be dropped on top of the... No. <laughs> Drop me far away from it. Close enough to far away. Good. Goon. Wow, that does a big hit. <laughs> I put beds out here, Goon, so you can just res on the beach. It's called, like, Carno bed. Some got me, got Whoa, me. I went unconscious. walked right into the brood mother. He's like, hi, mommy. <laughs> oh, no, I'm gonna die. These spiders. <laughs> I'm stuck in these rocks, damn it. I lived a full life. How's the fight going? Are we winning? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go in there and start hammering on them spiders with my sword. <laughs> See if that works. I'm stuck in between two rocks. I can't move. Oh crap! Spider! 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 It's okay if I take one of your bears, Phantom. Oh, never mind. They're about to die. They have zero health, literally. This breed mother barely even looks scratched. Get him, Phantom! Yes, I, I got I the it. dossier for it. I got it too. Nice. Yeah, me too. 
Let's do a higher level now. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I need to find my stuff. I'm running naked around by this stupid thing. Hey, is nope. that a lady phantom? Yep, it is. <laughs> oh, we're gonna make sweet giga babies. <laughs> Look, he's excited already. Okay, let's find another one. Alright. The time they spot is kind Dropping one. Oh, wait, no, not wait, yet. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Wait, I want to get this drop. I'm telling you. Get those bears out of there. <laughs> I was like, my no, lucky no, no, stupid no. pie hole. <laughs> I You're slowly so rose into the sky. Am I the only one taking damage right now from the sun? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Probably. I that is hilarious. From the That's sun? That's not normal. Are you a vampire? I had a set of ascended furs. You cannot even wear the full set because you get a giant fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the ice cave and I had a fireball. I had to take my hat off. That is hilarious. <laughs> From the Look at all these boxes. I just had to take a picture of it. Phantom dumping his crap because he doesn't know how to clean up. <laughs> Phantom, how do you get off your Giga without taking there. damage? I don't, I just take damage. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do one more so I could have an isometrical trophy room. Alright, I'm dropping it. Wait, 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 I'm on the floor, don't do it. Dune's down there. Five. What level are we going up to four. this time? 10? Okay. Wait, one second. <laughs> I was messing around with mods and commands, and then all of a sudden, 30,000 floating islands spawned in my world, and I <laughs> go back to it because it blocks out the sun. 30,000 what spawned? Uh, floating islands. Oh, wow. <laughs> Don't ask me how I cannot see the sun. How about a dragon? Do you guys want a dragon? No, no, no. no. Yeah. That'll kill us all. How about if I oh. just drop a giga right in the middle here? No, 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 no. Wait, let me leave, because I don't <laughs> I want my stuff to die. I'm afraid of a giga more than the broodmother. Goon, are you okay? Stuck in a rock. Am I, I just trying this gorilla? Sure, what's the worst that could happen? 120. Dude, where is it? Oh I don't see it. Oh, <laughs> oh, my giga's not over there to fight it. <laughs> <laughs> FO is running. Yeah, it's waving quick. <laughs> Holy <laughs> I think I oh, no. Foe is hauling. He's throwing rocks at you, dude. It was awesome. That just smashed me straight off my bird. There's a million gorillas, dudes. Sorry. That bear of yours is so fast. Forsaken was out. <laughs> you know, it was crazy looking. <laughs> the Rexes are getting bloody, this isn't good. D I died! Get him, Giga. <laughs> it's dead. I don't know, wait, no, it's not dead. It's like super bloody. No, don't kill it! I'm not there! Killed. No, I wasn't <laughs> I'm not there! <laughs> nice. I just had a, one of the rogue gorillas run up in my face and I shot a rocker, rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, I saw it, I saw it. <laughs> 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 Anyone even help me find my body? That was hilarious, man. I wonder if Ebola would stop. Maybe Ebola. And yeah, freaking gorilla come out of nowhere. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I just look that direction and I see Esby on a hill. Bam! And this gorilla goes flying back. <laughs> I heard it come from behind going rah, rah. You can reach the show by email at ratedarc at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at Rated Art on Twitter. Uh oh, you can grab our RSS feed 
get our show notes, and apply to join us in-game at ratedart.podbean.com. Thank <laughs> you.